Oye, te habla tío Sabio Vega. This is Sabio Vega and you watching True Heel Hit a mi manera o para calle. Hey everybody, it's Tony Schiavone of All Elite Wrestling and this is True Heel Heat. And I said it right, you motherfuckers. It's Saturday morning, and you know what that means. It's time for some True Heel Heat. We got a busy Saturday coming up. We got ROH Final Battle at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Got NXT Deadline at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll be previewing both of those shows, Match of the Week, and one of the bigger news stories of the week. Sasha Banks potentially appearing at New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 17 in January. We're going to talk all about that, plus the latest on William Regal's return to WWE. This is True Hill Heat 204. Let's hit. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for True Hill Heat 204 Boss Kingdom, discussing the latest wrestling news, including Sasha Banks reportedly set to appear at NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 17 in January, Tony Khan revealing the real reason behind William Regal leaving AEW to return to WWE, recap of this week's shows, AEW Dynamite Rampage, WWE Raw, SmackDown, NXT, two shows from GCW, Impact on Access TV, and more, and predictions and preview for ROH Final Battle 2022 and NXT Deadline. I am joined once again by the beautiful, <laughs> the lovely, the princess of all the true hills, Miss Chrissy Love. How are you doing today, Miss Chrissy? Good morning. Good morning. Happy Saturday. I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone slept okay and had a great week. Oh, we have a lot to go dive into today. I feel like it's like so much. I feel like we have one week and it'd be like, oh, it's going to be a light week. And then something happens by like Wednesday, Thursday, and it's like... Okay, great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you so much adding more news to us so we can, like, now. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this could be our shortest episode yet. Right. The soccer news popped off on Thursday. Yep. But mm -hmm. we got a special guest to talk all about this week in wrestling with. You know him from over at Post Wrestling News Writing Extraordinaire. You've <clears> seen him here on True Hill Heat. He is a member of our cookout, our, 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 yes. our stable within a stable on the True Hill Heat flagship podcast. The boy wonder himself, Andrew Thompson, is back with us. Andrew, how are you doing today? Good morning, sir. Oh, uh, no. Come it was... I know. It looked It looked all good. It looked like it was in good. The in, in the background. And then when I put you back on, it froze. <laughs> no? No, no I think he just... It, it, am, I, am I back now? Is it working? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Now you're back. Yeah, it was just yep. working. <laughs> Did you do a hard reset? Yeah, yeah. It's, it might be one of those times. You okay? You look good now, but your mic is muted. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like now. Your now your mic is muted. <laughs> you're moving good. Nope, still muted, friend. No, oh, wait, all right, hold on. There, there you go. go. There you go. We're good. Yes. <laughs> Official? Come on, bro. Like, no, why every time I get on stream yard, man? Oh my. See, oh, oh wait, oh, oh, wait. are we like good you, now? Okay. Like, is this is this I, I you, right you now? Is this is this like is this is this like real thinking? Is it like 
it's like you're good for a couple of seconds. Are we, we good? Then it, yeah, yeah, good, good. Oh my, oh bro. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is about Streamyard. Uh, he he laughing, so I'm assuming I must have froze up again because Chrissy frozen right now. No, 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 oh, no. You you seem good. You seem good. You seem like you're, you're oh, moving fine now. You just probably have like okay, a delay. Is, is this okay? Yeah. Well, like, but I I don't know what it is about StreamYard. Like, I really don't know what it is. Like, cause yesterday I had did a, a couple of days ago I did a podcast with Jeremy on StreamYard, and it was like, I, like it, it was fine, but then like it just. I don't know. Then I did another podcast yesterday and the same thing on stream, y'all. I, 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 I'll stream, y'all must not be feeling my internet, but Chrissy and SP3, it's great to see y'all. Hopefully, I'm not too much of a delay. And if I am, I'm I'm going to fix it because I don't want to be lagging this whole stream and looking like, you know, somebody cutting cord to my internet while I'm talking. So, no worries. Just let us know if you're having like any difficulties with the with the Wi-Fi and stuff. But we are glad to have you back on the show, good sir. Uh, even though the the Streamyard owners have a vendetta against you, we appreciate you joining us this Saturday morning, good brother. <laughs> And of course, we appreciate all of you joining us in the live chat as well as on YouTube, Facebook, you, Twitter. Uh, oh man, him. Russia, Russia is hating on on the brother Andrew Thompson this morning. Yo, Russia uh, <laughs> got Britney back, and now they they still want to hate on us, yo. So they don't want us our internet to be working. It's just it's just tragedy. Yo, I swear. They do this to us all the time. But uh, we appreciate you all for joining us. Remember to drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video <laughs> with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here, and of course sound off in the live chat we want to hear from all of you guys we'll try to highlight as many of your comments as possible like frantic world here who says what's up thh andrew and chat but of course if you're feeling a little generous it is the holiday season and you're not going with uh, outside of your means if you're feeling generous super chat donations are always appreciated and it will make sure that we highlight your comment on screen with us we got vala b who says what's up fam my dogs we got Ace who says, what's up, True Hill fam? Uh, we also got uh, Frantic World who says, Andrew needs to do a reset like DC Studios. <laughs> <laughs> they got jokes. Man. They got jokes on Saturday morning, man. D DC, DC really just got back on... Per se, maybe you know. Let's see. Yeah, but the, the 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 movie they put all their their money behind with the Rock flopped. Apparently, it actually was good though. I mean, but it I flopped guess it at the theater at the at the box office because no one wants to go to the movies. You everyone has got the pandemic. Everyone has gotten comfortable watching movies in their home. Wakanda Forever will be on Disney Plus in about two months. Yes, people still went out of their way to go and see that in the no, theater. Okay. All right, fine, friend. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I tried to give you the, I mean, I watched Black Adam in my house, but you know, it was really good. I mean, that was, the bootleg, I was. You had the bootleg DVD, or you downloaded off a of movie? He said you had the bootleg. <laughs> but I will say I don't. I don't have bootleg. First of all. Um, I have bootleg cable, yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with having bootleg, What's bootleg cable? cable. How do you bootleg? How do you get we'll bootleg talk after cable? This, I, I have to talk to you I, out off the camera. 
Okay, we'll give you the secrets <laughs> off of camera. Like, exposing too much about you, Miss Chrissy Love. I know. Uh, and- <laughs> That's why I'm always behind on the, the streams, peeps. Come on. <laughs> Attica says, morning, homies. We also got uh, Joseph John Scrudo says, I just read WrestleMania 41 is going to Detroit, Michigan. 42 is going to Las Vegas. Any word to that, guys? Um, I mean, that's that's news to me. I know they, they haven't really yeah. kind of solidified any of those, but that may be the talk. If Detroit right is going to be freezing. That's what I'm not telling you. Yeah, that, right that would not Detroit. be wise at all. No, but, but Detroit is closed in, though, correct? Ford Field, I believe they have. Yeah, I think that's Ford. Okay, uh, Ford they, Field, yeah, Ford, Ford Field clo- Yeah, it's a it's a closed stadium. Okay, so then you're gonna be all right then. Then you're fine. But there if you go go. outside, you're in a whole heap of trouble, friend. This is cold there up there. Go. There you go. Uh, we got Safet here with us in the chat. We got CM here with us saying, "I ain't watching Dwayne." Vin Vin Diesel said, "Send Britney home," and they did. So there you go. <laughs> it's all about family. It's all about family, y'all. <sighs> <laughs> Um, no, but thank you all for joining us. We show our appreciation every single week with our True Heel Roll Call. Shouting out everybody who's supporting us on social media here on the YouTube channel and Patreon. Our top three conversation starters on our True Hills group page on Facebook. Uh, number three was the Quincy Jones Show. Uh, number two was Joe mm-hmm. Bellini. And number one was Alan Weinstein. The Again, fir- I think it's the first it? week in forever that Nick Jackson did not it's make not the top even three. It. Was he sick this week? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. Nick Nick's probably working. He's probably Nick, he was on oh, in Blue no, Impact holidays. this week. It's there the you holidays. go. Holidays. It's the holidays, so they got them working. Like, yeah. Sorry, guys. Okay. Double you don't see Neil High from JJ. All of them. They they they're all working hard, real hard. Exactly. We don't we don't see a blink from JJ unless it's Sunday evening after yeah. when the NFL's on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's on the stream watching on the sports right. on our sports channels, guys. Please watch our sports channel. Okay. There Thanks. you go. Nice plug. Uh, Patreon <laughs> backers, the shout out: Vala B, uh, Alan Weinstein, Nick Jackson, Alex McCarthy, Professor Chris, Austin. K, you, my boy, my Blue, boy Blue, Yachty, Robert, Steve Salvage, Antoine uh, Rutledge, Fifth Generation Carney, DJ Eric, Ladarius, John, aka Russell Scopes, Dan, Kobe, Queen Moan, and Dolores. Thank you so, so much for supporting us at patreon.com forward slash true, true hill heat. And I want to thank a special shout out and thanks to Cresta Star, our special guest from last week, because that was that was quite the episode, Andrew. We 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 did karaoke so, for yeah, the oh, theme man. song to Hardball, <laughs> the theme song to Family Matters, <laughs> and yep. the theme song to uh, Smart Guy. We yes. also I also discussed why I believe that One Tree Hill is really about a black father who's torn between his two sons, and it's not really <laughs> about the white people playing the characters. There was a lot of, of vital information that we got. I found out that Chrissy watches Atlanta, which popped me. Uh, that that so so much. Are you still on season three, Chrissy? That's a good show. Why, why? One... I I know I pop it popped me. I, I love Atlanta. I love. Is Atlanta. that the one where they're still in Paris? Right. That's the one in Paris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm at. I'm gonna see when... episode eight. Oh, you're 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 oh you're, that's my favorite. That might be one of my favorite episodes. I didn't start yet. I think but that's. I... I think it's called rich rich uh, wigger poor uh, poor wigger. So. <laughs> Okay, see, yeah. All right, we're going to talk behind the scenes, friend. Don't worry. Okay. You'll, you'll enjoy. You'll enjoy. You'll enjoy. It's, a, it's another one of the anthology episodes, like three yeah, slides, it, it, I swear, episode. It, sidebar. It, I swear it's like it has episodes, and then it just has like the rando episode, and you just be like, yeah. huh? Like the reparations episode. That, yeah, that's like- one of my favorites, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> reparations episode is and they key. stole his idea that was funny yeah mm-hmm. key key information i know andrew uh, this is our portion where we talk about things that's not wrestling you you told me <laughs> earlier this week you caught up with the challenge i was very happy to hear that what is your thoughts on the new season of the challenge on paramount yes i gotta watch that yes oh, no, wait, so well they got that the, so, i think they got so, the so argentina on paramount yeah. oh okay yeah, so the, the Argentina one that's on Paramount, and the, the season that would be SP3. Like, I think the season SP3 talking about the one that's on airing on MTV right now. Like, okay. I, I had just caught up on it yesterday, and like the so so the, the way the season going, like, like I, I really like that they sort of got the twist, the twist going on because that because at first, like, I, I I I did like the the rider die, like that I think it was a cool setup, but I feel like it was it was becoming like too predictable about like who was gonna eventually take who out and stuff like that. But now yeah you get to a point where you split up these teams and I, I ain't gonna lie bro Mariah she got like the most like I mean her, her team is okay but like compared <laughs> to the team Fessy got like bro but they, they, they she they, she got played in that in that uh whatever the little deliberation thing they was doing like that like he, he played that's around. when the vultures come out though that's when you see yeah. everyone's like true colors when it's time for them to like send them in man that's when they're like all right i'm, I'm gonna get I'm this person you. like you see who's aligned with each other like you you see all like the but real it's, stuff happening it's too funny because fessy is a known snake like people that watch the challenge don't like fessy because he's he's proven to be a bad partner he's proven that he's more talk than actual game and he just he just always throws Ooh, people that are close to him. He, he throws people that's close to him under the bus. And literally, that's why Nelson made the dumbest move. If, I think uh, in, in maybe Bruh. in one of the dumbest hey, moves in challenge him. history, talk to not him. picking Fessy to go into the talk elimination off of his girl. He picked his girl to go into the girl. elimination Bruh. before a dude he, that stabbed him in the he, back. I was, I was so. I've always been Bruh. a Nelson fan, but that right there, I almost, I threw in the towel. I'm not a fan of his, and I believe I am. I'm going to put money on it because of how they did that episode. I believe Fessy will once again eliminate Nelson. He gonna snake him season. out. He go. He gonna snake him out, bro. I, I I was so confused when he pulled that move because I'm like, dude already snaked out once. If, if somebody in it, it's first of all game. I mean, you could you could. It depends on whether you want to take it personal or not. But I promise you, and this is just in, this is just in life in general. If somebody snakes you out, bro, if they do it once, I promise you, they will do it again if the opportunity persists. So Nelson. Is a foot. This man chose a dude snake him out, snake them out over his girl. Like, it, it, it did the thing that killed me was she was so cool about it after. Like she was so yo, nice. she, she, was like, she oh, came to the house after day. she won the elimination and is making out. With him. I was like, what is going on here? This girl is like the nicest person ever. They 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 really are treating her like a star this season. This season Olivia because yeah, they will nah. randomly her, her, her and Horacio. Yeah, they ran, but they randomly with Olivia. They randomly have confessionals with her when it has nothing to do with her. Like it, it could be about mm. someone else's storyline, and she's the person that's supposed to like narrate what's going on because they love her. She's getting the 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 big push this season. Messy, I think messy. she's gonna, yo, messy, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nikki boy who says, yeah. "Damn it, I'ma miss the challenge talk." Heading into work later, guys, and fuck messy fessy. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So, so much. Hey, um, it's time to have that conversation, bro. Nani and bananas are washed. It's time to have that conversation. They washed. I, I, 
I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think I think that for for bananas, I think I've seen him play this game before where he doesn't want any power because he knows he could skate by till the end of the season. So I don't think he's putting I don't think he's putting maximum effort as at all. And to be fair, Nani's always been washed. (laughs) To be fair. With bananas, I think that he's playing his game. His game is to be all right, but not win any challenges. While Nani has just never been that good. But, but, but the, 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 the the thing about Nani is like, like I, I think that she gets she gets held on this like this pedestal of name value. See, see I've said Nani been watching this real world. Oh shit! <laughs> I, 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 we, we ain't gonna have fun. Come on now. I mean, let's, I don't know them have been. A lot of them have been watched. They just keep going on us because they need a little check, yeah. or you know, they gotta do something. So you come on here, you be a fool, and then you know, you do do you do this. That's all. Like Anissa, who's in a running yeah. competition and walking, and says, "I'm here. I'm built for comfort, hey, hey. not speed." How the hell are you supposed to ever win then? Hey. Yeah. Bro, the, the, but the thing the thing with Anissa is though, it's like she's really good at like mostly everything else. So like you can kind of discount like the 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 sort of athletic stuff. She like, said, you, but she, she, said she it would come down to the puzzle, and then she wasn't good at the puzzle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That she oh, CM she going in on Nani. She don't like Nani. Yo, she is. <laughs> She ripping fire. Oh my god. CM what yo, Chrissy, you know this is serious. CM said I'd rather watch a Ronda promo than hear wow. Nani talk. CM wow. say it's not true. Say it's Damn. not true. Damn. I wanna, that's, I wanna know. See, we CM. See, we got we clean gotta up get Al Green. <laughs> we gotta get CM in the chat to tell us her list of hatred is uh between Rhonda, Nani, and uh Ashley Kerwin from Degrassi. Let us know, CM, in the chat, how your level of hatred, who do you hate the most, who do you hate the least out of those three? Um, I think that's that's enough non-wrestling. Let's get into the actual wrestling portion of this wrestling podcast. Our top news story is a, is a pretty big one, as Sasha Banks is reportedly set to appear at NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 17. On Thursday, PW Insider reported that Mercedes Venado, a, uh, better known as Sasha Banks in WWE, is set to be at NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 17 next month. It's un- it's unknown if she will appear in front of the live audience, but she is being brought in by New Japan. Dave Meltzer on Thursday's Wrestling Observer Radio uh, said after Wrestle Kingdom 17, whoever the IWGP Women's Champion will be will defend the gold on February 18th in San, ha- San Jose, California. On January 4th, Kyrie will defend her IWGP Women's championship against Tam Nagano, meaning that it will either be Kyrie or Nagano making this defense. In October, Banks teased a match with Kyrie in stardom. Kyrie is the current IWGP Women's Champion after winning the title at Historic Crossover. While Banks hasn't wrestled since May, she has been actively training at various locations in the U.S. and Mexico. She's still listed on the WWE roster, but hasn't appeared for them since she and Naomi walked out of the company. 
Fightful Select then provided a further update on the Sasha Banks situation. Earlier this year, WrestleCade tried to book Sasha Banks for their Thanksgiving weekend event. Despite a high price tag, they were confident that she would yield a return and were planning the booking. However, as talks progressed, they were told that Banks wasn't taking wrestling booking until after January 1st. Wrestle Kingdom is after that date, as is the AEW LA date that features Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter against Saraya and Mr partner on January 11th in at the Kia Forum. Fightful has already heard from reps from multiple companies asking about Sasha Banks' status, inquiring what we uh, what they think it would take for her to make appearances, even one-offs. Fightful asks about Mercedes' status with uh, WWE after the heavy promotion of her appearing on USA Network's Barmageddon. Nobody that they inquired with at WWE had heard any change or update on her status or were at least willing to say as much. However, several AEW talent were excited about the possibility of her coming in. One source quickly agreed that they thought that having Sasha Banks on their show weekly is another quote-unquote anchor for their women's division, something that could kickstart interest in it and feel would significantly help viewership. When acting with NJPW sources, they would not confirm or deny the news, which is usually something they'll quickly deny if it isn't true. So them not denying it, Means that it's probably got some got some weight to this rumor here. Got some truth to it. Yes, Andrew Thompson. What is your reaction to the even the possibility of Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Venado, aka Mercedes Monet, because she did copyright Mm -hmm. that name, having a match in NJPW slash Stardom? But that's big time. Like I, I think Sasha, she is. I, I I think that at this point, like where she is right now in her career, I feel like she's just she's chasing greatness, like chase like trying to chase that like uh that goat title. Like I think that she's like thoroughly after that, and I think a lot of people should have that mindset. And she, like, but she she just wants to be like considered like one of the best of all time, and not be and not have that. Like you, you know, how people when they like they usually talking in like, oh, she's one of the best like female performers of all time. Like she, I think she just wants to erase that that fail part. It's like strictly. I am one of the best wrestlers, and, and then that's it. But, like, I, I think it's going to be – like, I saw the PW Insider report uh, when it dropped, and I know they said they don't know if she's going to be appearing on screen or not, but uh, it's, it's it's confirmed that they are bringing her in. Like, they've heard from multiple sources that they are bringing her in. But I refuse to believe that they are bringing her to Tokyo, Japan, to just sit in the back. It's, it's no way. Like, I I, I don't I don't think that, that that's happening. Like, I know Kyrie's going to be fending the title on, on uh, Wrestle Kingdom night one against uh, – Tom Nakano, and then they having a second Wrestle Kingdom show at Yokohama Arena on the twenty first. So that's true. I, I mean, I, it, it it would make sense to do it at the um if 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 they you said the, the NJPW show in San Jose, San Jose, and okay, on okay, February eighteenth or something. February eighteenth. Like so yeah. So if that's if that's a live show, like one of the NJPW specials, like how they did with Capital Collision in DC, which like it's live, then. Go for it, but like, bro, if, if this yeah. is like an NJPW strong tape, and bro, no, oh no, no, oh no, like, they, like no. This, this, this needs to be live. I'm talking about, I, I, I do not, you, do you, any of y'all know the uh, capacity for like the San Jose Civic Center? Like, is it like 5,000, 6,000? Yeah, it might be like 5,000, I think. That, that, uh, see, that, that that's a good up. number, yeah, that, that, that's a good number, but like, I, honestly, like, I, I it would be kind of cool if she were to wrestle at that Yokohama arena show and they did like the, the match there but i mean i understand wanting to promote that stateside as well i think that would be yeah. very cool 
but but yeah bro either way bro like sasha like she has built up like a a really big name for herself like even outside of professional wrestling bro so like i think wherever she goes like or wherever she uh chooses to do like i think she's just gonna make a big impact and i i, I of course i think coming out of that oh well if, if she is gonna be the um you know following wrestle kingdom the that the first night it's gonna be real interesting because you got the the la forum show with aw dynamite you know everybody you know speculating yes. about Saria's part now I, I i think it's either gonna come down there uh, sasha or thunder rosa it's gonna be one of those two um i feel like if it's anyone but sasha, you sasha announced yeah, it, bro, you announce it on yeah. january 4th you announce it on the week yeah. before because <laughs> the, wwe brought back becky lynch the day before survivor series because they feared becky lynch getting booed because she's not sasha banks mm-hmm. if wwe does that for becky lynch you damn sure better announce thunder rosa or tony storm or <laughs> you know the other people that they are speculating to be in this spot if it's not sasha banks we better know by the january 4th episode of dynamite Chrissy Love. It shouldn't be such a big, big secret. Like, if you're going to, like, if you, you know who you're going to get. Like, you're in plans. You got talks. You got paperwork, like, going through. Like, stop with the BS. Like, it better be told to us either the night before or, like, if it's someone big, then, like, keep it, like, type lip. You know, like, don't make it such, like, a big deal and be like, oh, we be, be disappointed. Chrissy Love, what percentage mm-hmm. are you putting on the possibility of Sasha Banks being the tag team partner for Soraya on January 11th episode of AEW Dynamite from the Kia Forum in LA? A lot of it kind of seems like the stars are aligning, especially with this news that she's going to be appearing at new at NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 17. If right. Sasha Banks is heading back to one of the major two promotions, it, you have to ask yourself, who out of these major two promotions, WWE or AEW, would allow Sasha Banks' first appearance in wrestling to be at Wrestle Kingdom? I think most of us would lean the yeah. AEW way on that one. <laughs> of course, so, because they're the more they're the one that has like the partnership. They work with them already. They don't they they oh, are cool with other wrestlers either coming to them or we go to them. You know, they it would be I, I would side more with AEW. So what percentage are you putting on her being Soraya's partner on January 11th? See, that's the part where I'm a little sketchy on, you know? Because I don't foresee her being her partner yet. I don't see her going there. So I'm going to say three. Three percent on it. Damn. What about you, Andrew? What percentage would you put on it? But I I, I don't know why, but like I I can kind of like actually see it happening and more so because of like the the, the history there like with you know sasha yeah accidentally, that, uh, that's, a, that's I, a huge moment to have saraya yeah. and sasha Banks standing mm, next true. to each other and they won't use and, their and, names and then, they'll be all both using different names yeah and, and then uh i got remember saraya she was on um uh, i think it was a renee's podcast and she talked she said that the first like once she got clear one of the first people she hit up with Sasha and they talk, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean that, that, that I don't think wow. that got nothing to do with that's probably that, that's just a front thing, but like for her to be like one of the first people when you got cleared, you know, and that you wanted to hit up and like, hey, you know, I got cleared, and she said she was real happy for her and yada yada yada. Like, I mean, like it, it the, the story kind of makes sense a little bit, like you know, they mended, you know, what I'm right. saying and they all good yeah. now, and, you know, she but it has to work know, together it, though. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's what I'm saying, it, it do gotta work together, but like I I 
I, I think for Sasha, I think a lot of people would just rather see her have that like Moxley debut, Danielson, Adam Cole type of debut. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, yeah, like I don't want her to be a tag partner. You know yeah, I want her right. You know, I mean, that's a big, you know that's like, a big spot to be in. You're in the you're in the ring with this <laughs> big, you know, woman's icon in Soraya, who's returned to the ring after five years. You're in there with the biggest star, female star in <sighs> AEW, and Britt Baker, and their champion Jamie Hayter. I think that 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 there. There ain't a lot of other kind of big spots outside of okay, just maybe directly blowing off, blowing off the jade, blowing off the jade, uh, you know, matchup, which I think that's the biggest possible match you could do with Sasha yeah. Banks. And that, they need to build that's, that's the that. big one. That's not, yeah, that, that's that, not the, that's, my, that, that's honestly, for us, bro. I'm gonna put the percentage of 30% on it because I, I feel put, like I, this, that's why I said I put 35 on it. Yeah, I changed the three and I put a five to it, make it 35. I feel like that is a big spot and it does make sense for her to be the one to fill it, especially if they're doing a one month build of this mystery and they're not going to announce it before the date. If they're building it up for one month, the only person who pays that off kind of like in a kind of like a CM Punk way is right. Sasha Banks. And right. that is the person you need right now. If you're AEW as much buzz yeah. as they hey. lost with the fan base of CM Punk, leaving AEW, uh, you know, not as much just CM Punk, but his fan base as well has left the AEW. Stands. Is not, the Sasha <laughs> stands is exactly the shot in the arm <laughs> AEW needs. The only yeah. thing close to the Beyonce hive in professional wrestling <laughs> is Sasha. Sasha Banks fan. Yeah. And that's yes. what w AEW needs more than anything. <laughs> that's very hey, true. Hey, You're hey. right. She's as hey, she's they're annoying. They're they're you keep I wouldn't say the Bella twins, but you know, they're they're they're, they're that big like the beehive. Yes, absolutely yeah. great, great comparison, friend. Hey, yeah, yeah, I actually wanted to ask y'all this specifically you, Chrissy. Like, what, what do you think about like how um so, sort of I mean I'm not gonna say everybody's doing it, but like you see those comments about like people sort of saying Naomi's being like forgotten to the wayside a little bit, and like so I think a lot of people sort of sleep. On, on, on Naomi in terms of like her in-ring work like you know what I'm saying and, yes. and just her overall I presentation do, I, and I, I, yes. yeah so yes. I was like yes. what you think about that and and that was one of the main reasons why Sasha was like no let's go because the shine was being put more to her instead of them as a cohesive unit so yes she is actually I absolutely agree that she is the forgotten person she is like getting the the back end of everything. No one is never no one is never saying, "Hey, where's Naomi going to go?" Like no one is not speaking about her. No one is like asking, "Is she okay?" Well, what what promotion is she going to go to? What well, what is she training? No one's mm -hmm. asking about her. So yes, I I absolutely do agree. That's why I was very happy to see her with Jade the other day. Cuz I was yeah, like, you yeah. know, no one is not speaking of like, you know, Sasha she'll go out here and there, but sometimes they're they're together, but your girl is out here by herself with the TNT champion. This is true. This is true. I, I did find that very interesting as well. Uh, I, I, we got, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. No, nah, I, I was, I was going to say the only thing I was going to say the only thing about Naomi is like, see, she, 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 she kind of been like quiet on the matter. Like she, ain't, I mean, both of right. them have been quiet, but I mean, like as far as, like Sasha, like she, she's like you know actively you know showing like hey she yeah. in the ring and stuff. So I think it just leans more to the speculation side about her and Naomi side of she she, she keeping it low key. And but honestly, bro, like I I wouldn't be upset. And I mean I wouldn't be sad either way. But like I think it'd be cool, you know, if Naomi would 
were to go back to WWE. And I think a lot of people will want to see her affiliated with the bloodline in some way. But that would be cool. On that side, like she, that, yeah, that was something it, that it, it they should have cool been to see her did, also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true too. That's Even true before too. you got the other brother in the group, you could have had a female in the stable. You could have y'all could have been like so strong. Like you tell me, like if the roles were reversed and she was still there, and maybe Rhonda was not there, I feel like she could have been that problem, being a heel, being with them, and being a badass for that for the women's division in SmackDown. I feel like that was kind of like the, one of the missing things that could have been so good that they missed out on. Well, Vince did, you know, because yeah, he's Vince. Vince, Vince missed the boat on a lot <laughs> hey, of hey. good ideas. Hey, hey, y'all, with Rhonda real quick, like, uh, as, as Chrissy just mentioned her, like, I, I think the I think the thing with Rhonda is, bro, I, I, I feel like she she wants to, to like, j- just judging about even the comments she had on her, on her gaming stream the other day, like, I, I think that she, she wants to help the division, but I think that the way that she's booked, she can't do that by being, like, the centerpiece right now yeah like i like I, I i i just don't think that her being like the person right now works she's a big star like i i'm, I'm not gonna sit there and say she's not i think that's just that, that's that's just a lie and, right? and like the she, other thing the other thing is she's gone on record and she says she doesn't want to be the major she doesn't want to be the and, champion and there, there was all the re- reports that she was the one that pushed for live to cash in money in the bank on her and then had to turn around and take the title from her because that didn't work <laughs> but but she she like, like and the, the thing is she's like like you said SP3, she literally said that she would rather be like in the tag team thing like permanently with Shayna like going forward and like sort of give the title to somebody. I can see them more like, as tag champs than you know what I'm saying. Than, yeah, exactly. I can see I can see that as well. But WWE doesn't do well with women's tag teams, and we'll get to that with SmackDown this week. <laughs> um, but we have a couple of comments to so feature sad. here. That, that's why uh, those girls left though. <laughs> That's the main I wanted, why they left. I want to address this comment. Uh, Sean Ireland saying, I will say this WWE was going to let uh, Daniel Bryan wrestle in NJPW. That has been proven actually false because Brian Daniel said he never had any conversations in that yeah. one. He said he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to wrestle in WWE in, in New Japan, but he said he never had a conversation. So I, I'm sorry. I, you know me. When I see when I see and, a, a misreport or a miscommunication, Sean, I got I got to call Jericho that was a free and agent, as, exactly. And as far as letting Chris Jericho yeah. show up at New Japan, Jericho was a free agent. He asked <laughs> Vince McMahon out of respect for Vince McMahon. Yeah. Is it? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go work in New Japan. You cool with that? I'm not under contract, so I'm just acting out of respect. It's not uh, that you're letting me do that. That is misinformation, and I I just had to correct it. I'm sorry, sir. I apologize. That is misinformation. Um, yeah, that's misinformation, <laughs> and I can't, I can't allow that in the chat. Uh, Bell saying uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows will also maybe be at the Russell Kingdom too. We'll know that for sure this week. Yeah, we'll know that if Hikaleo doesn't beat Carl Anderson, which um, I'm guessing he probably will. Um, but right, right. <laughs> uh, but even, even so, even so, if uh, you know Anderson and Gallows are at Wrestle Kingdom, that's something they worked out before they signed on the dotted line. So it's not like WWE signed them and then they're saying, "Yeah, guys, you can go and go work at New you Japan. You can go do it. You know, no, that's cool. no. we're cool with everybody. No, that's another mis- misinformation that I had to correct. They're there. such liars. They're such liars <laughs> with a capital L. 
Uh, the MW Network says Mercedes is in a different realm, uh, realm compared to Soraya wrestling-wise. And as a draw, 100% agree with that. Uh, Mercedes is pulling up New Japan. She is a pro wrestler. She is looking to cement her legacy. IWGP Women's Champ is first step. Yeah, if she's getting a shot... I would make her the next champion, honestly. If you're going to do yeah. Kyrie versus Mercedes, yeah, you put the title on Mercedes. And that's why I think that this is not just a one-off situation that I feel like she, if I'm New Japan and you're bringing her in, you're trying to bring her in for more than one date. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I I think with the Kyrie and Mercedes match, I, I think it's either going to come down to you, you either put the title on Sasha or they're going to go like with a 30 minute draw or something like that. Like, but I, yeah. I honestly, like, especially with this title, like, I mean, the, the, the idea of having a defender in Japan and in the United States, bro, like, but that, that, that's, that's Sasha all the way. You know what I'm saying? You got to. And then she could bring it over to AEW and stuff like this. It's, it's made for her, bro. It is. And that's it's what true. she's, that's the type of star that she's looking to be. Yeah. This is, she this said is, it this repeatedly. is. And this is what we said when she first left. Remember, Chrissy, I said that the best thing for her is to stay away from WWE for a while. Like yeah. coming back oh, to wow. WWE yep. after, yep. you know, what happened in 2019 and then what happened here, regardless of it Do being new management and, mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm, being Triple mm-hmm. H in power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really know how everything is going to transpire or who is higher on the totem pole than you. He could give you yep. all the promises in the world beforehand, but you don't know how it's going to transpire. You don't know how it's going to transpire with any of these promotions, but I would say New Japan and Stardom probably will be the most straight up and straightforward with Mercedes as far as what she wants to do. Right. But I, I, I feel like, effect, with, like, that I feel like right now. Oh, you you get crazy, my bad. I had to lay it a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, no, I was just saying, like, give give them the effect. Like, once you leave, that let them see who you are and what you can do when you're not with them. Matt Cardo, mm-hmm. Matt Cardoza, Cody Cardona, Cody, uh, who, Cody, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh Jericho. We can name a cu- a couple of more people. Like they have done, made their careers go like this. And WWE thought it was gonna go like this. You understand what I'm saying? Like. Oh, they can't they can't do anything without us. We're we're the bigger company. Yeah, no, I proved you wrong. And I, I'm a bigger name now than I was when you let me go. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I, they, I, feel, they... I better say I I feel like when, I feel like with Sasha, I feel like it, it's I I think AEW like in that slash NJPW that, that I think that might be the way to go instead of WWE because I, I I mean I, but she 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 done done everything that she needed to do there like she done been in the rumbles she done been in the money in the banks I think she you know what I'm saying she done won multiple though. titles or that she hasn't won it you know what I'm saying but like I I feel like with AEW it just be something new and like it'd be something yeah. fresh and like she it, she she goes there she's instantly at the top like instantly yeah that's, exactly that's, that's why I wanted to address that, that, this comment that's one of your number ones right there yeah, this comment here from Safet saying, I don't trust AEW because I feared that AEW might put her on AEW oh, yeah, YouTube no, she's shows not going on or no, Rampage, no. but no. not Wednesday nights every week. You are bugging or you yeah. need oh, to switch. Oh, oh, you, need to, have you, you need to switch Daniel the Bryant? strain of weed that you are smoking. Because if you think <laughs> that they are putting Sasha Banks on a YouTube show, they might put her on a Rampage to pop a rating because yeah. Sasha Banks is that big of a draw that you would want to promote her being on Rampage and people will go yep. out and raise the, mm-hmm. the, the ratings mm-hmm. for them off the Rampage. Punk was on Rampage. 
Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 disrespect. Danielson like, was on Rampage like several Danielson times. Was he was Rampage, on yeah. every he was on every episode almost every week. Don't don't discredit mm-hmm. these people. He Tony Khan knows which people to put where every damn week. Yes, he might every, not know how to do some of the women, but he got even, to, he even how to do the, the stars he has. He knows where to put them. Point even blank. with the women, Britt is featured at least in a backstage promo every week on yeah. Dynamite. Or or rampage. Yeah. You see yep. Britt Baker, you see Jay Cargill every week. Those are the top stars. And since Soraya's been here, we've not seen her on any YouTube shows. We've seen her have an interview on Rampage, but most week we see her on Dynamite. So you gotta I understand not trusting AEW as far as making her the star that she can be. I can understand that, but not having, mm-hmm. uh, not trusting AEW, fearing that they put Sasha Banks on a YouTube show. I think that you need to adjust your fears and uh, your your trust there because that's not that shouldn't be one of your fears. We do have a super chat donation from the good brother ALW Alan Weinstein. Thank you so much. He says on GP, thanks for all the great content and thank you Alan Weinstein, always being a great supporter. He also does the timestamps for True Hill Heat. So anyone watching us mm. on demand, if you want to flip to a certain part that we're talking about, Alan Weinstein is the reason you're able to do that. So thank you, Alan, for that. Uh, we. Got Got Bell with a with a uh, comment here saying, "I still think if Naomi wants to wrestle, because she's might not, uh, she and Jimmy might want to start a family. For all we know, that is very true. But I can still see her coming, going back to WWE and joining the Bloodline. If they don't, if they bring Naomi back, especially if she's not going to be coming back with Sasha Banks as a tag team, if they bring her back and she's not in the Bloodline." Then it's, I, it's bad. my new catchphrase with a lot of WWE shit is what are we doing? Right, <laughs> right. Like, what, make, it, make it make sense because it's like if you're not bringing her back and you're clearly not taking these titles off of these people no time soon. Let her run with them for like three months till WrestleMania. Like stop being like knock the BS off. Like do a I, thing I, like I, Solo I Sokoa. Have her come when no one would know. Don't leak it and have her be that problem where she's like, oh, my God, is that Naomi? And, like, you know, judge up the look. She doesn't have to have the glow colors on. Judge it up a little, take it up a couple of notches, and it'll be a good hill thing. Like, you didn't appreciate me. Why would I not want to be with my family? I'm. This is family here. Like, they're, she's going to run this whole thing. They held me down. Like, come on, people. It's not that hard. It's not rocket science. We can really write this shit, like, for days, yo. <laughs> like, bro, I, I, I think the thing... I, I think the thing with Naomi is like, especially her in WWE. I, I think that they they look at her sort of in the same light that they look at Natalia in terms of like she's a part of that. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. That, 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 that sort of that sort of previous guard and like they they sort of look at her as like she's that loyal, vet who's going to help. She's not gonna, yeah, yeah. She, exa- yeah, exactly, bro. That, that's that's like the perfect that's the perfect way to describe it right there, Chris. Uh, she's loyal, loyal to, to a fault, fall. and I think they. And I think they look at her as like, okay, she's going to be the one to help, you know, progress the next group, group of women that's in the division and stuff like that. But Naomi, bro, she's still young, bro. What's she like, 32, 30, 33, something, something like that? Like, she's still she's still in her prime years. Most wrestlers don't even hit their prime today, like 38, 39 or something yep. like that. Most yep. wrestlers for the most part. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that there's a lot that they can do with Naomi. But the, I think the issue is for a lot of people is does wwe view her in the light that most of us look at naomi or think that she could be if they were to put the proverbial machine behind her yeah 
Yeah, if they were to put the machine, she's 35. They they again, she's in her prime yeah. years right now. So it's better. You better. You it's do better some late good than, stuff, right? Yeah, better late than hey, never. Hey, if, um, if I was you, hey, 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 bro. Hey, bro, real quick, like, and then it, I, I just want to mention this. I think as far as like smack, just strictly SmackDown, I'm talking about right now. Strictly SmackDown. I think that Naomi probably had one of the top, I would say top five matches on that brand this year. The match she had with Charlotte as on for the SmackDown yes. women's title back in February. Yes, yes. Bro, like that, that 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 was I'm talking strictly SmackDown. That was one of the best matches that they had on that show yeah. this year. Like she when I thought yeah, about when I thought banger. about the best WWE TV matches, Naomi and Charlotte, that was one definitely of my was a banger. banger. And, and it was this year, and they gave them some time too. They didn't give them like no like quick. They gave these ladies and them late. They did their thing. Yeah, and to answer so. Brett, we're not mm-hmm. sleeping on Tam Nagano, but let's be serious. She ain't winning that belt, bro. Tom, Tom and Tam is there. Tam is there because she's had a great year. She has a great tag team with Nasafoye. So they, she's been doing great stuff the whole year. And she's got a big opportunity being at Wrestle Kingdom. But they put her in that spot, stardom, because they know she will have a great match with Kyrie. Not that she's going to be a person that can beat Kyrie for the championship, especially it being the first title defense for Kyrie. So, yes, I'm sorry. We have to just skip ahead and talk about the potential of a Kyrie versus Sasha match. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, CM who says Trinity's uh, been limited, underutilized when she's honestly one of the most talented. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Bro, uh, we I, got- I, I honestly, like with, with, with that comment, with CM just say, I, I think that also comes to that. Like, I, I know we've talked about it like on previous podcasts, and I'm pretty sure y'all talked about it a handful of times and talking about like this, that Vince McMahon, like this entire, like, it, this entire time that she's been in WWE, I also think it comes to that point where, like, you start to wonder, or, or you start to question, like, just the sort of the, like, sort of that representation behind the scenes in order to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. F- further help present Naomi in a way that feels <laughs> that, 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 that feel that's authentic to her. And I feel like at points they have got that, but at, at some points I feel like they have sort of missed the mark on how to elevate her on a, on a bigger level and that also comes to like relates to the fact that there's not a lot of there there may not have been a lot of people back there who can relate to naomi like as a black woman to be able to you know what i'm saying like present her in a more natural way that is more in line with who she is the individual outside of the ring and that way it will come across more naturally on screen and just not just not not knowing how to present her overall i feel like they they could have done a way better job over the years naomi a bigger star but they just missed the mark on that. And, and maybe that you could just chalk that up to it. Just maybe they just didn't view her like that. And they just viewed her, like mm-hmm. I said, in that same like sort of boat with Natalia. But I think a lot of people would agree that WWE, they could have definitely made uh, Trinity a bigger star than um, what she is. She is still a big star. Like she she's well known. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like there could have yeah. been way more done than, you know, where yep. we are mm-hmm. present day. And she still is a big star. I just want to reiterate that. Not saying yeah. that she is. <laughs> No, nah, but we we will probably be talking more about this whole Sasha Banks uh, showing up in New Japan Pro Wrestling until as well as yeah until it happens <laughs> as well as uh, maybe Trinity Naomi showing showing back up in WWE. We'll talk more about that. But let's get into what we miss from this week. First up, AEW Dynamite this week. They did eight hundred and forty thousand viewers. Another tough week under nine hundred thousand for the show. Spectrum had show 
financial issues. That was the reason they gave for the low ratings this week. Uh, the show featured, though, the show was great, and it featured Ricky Starks winning the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale by last eliminating Ethan Page. Post-match AEW World Champion Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF, interrupted the celebration, called out <laughs> Brian Danielson. Before all that, Brian Danielson for staying by William Regal's hospital bedside. He then ripped Starks for being a dollar store Dwayne. However, Ricky came back <laughs> and cooked, yes, with a star-making <laughs> promo that saw him <laughs> rip MJF a new one, calling out his cheap suits, his cheap heat, leaving in the summer when he wasn't paid before Starks speared literally MJF out of his shoes and mm -hmm. held up the Triple B, the AEW World Championship. You also had a an actual beautiful murder on national TV as Samoa <laughs> Joe defeated Darby <laughs> Allen, who looks like a dog <laughs> underneath a car I in can't. this picture, no. uh, to Damn. retain the TNT <laughs> Championship. Uh, he beat him down after the match with a muscle buster on a skateboard until Wardlow made the save. Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Yuta beat Jake Hager and Daniel Garcia in a good tag team bout. Post-match, Tony Schiavone made history, ladies and gentlemen, as he introduced the first ever Play This If I'm Dead promo from William Regal, <laughs> who said, play this if something bad happens to me, and that he is BCC for life. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, challenged Soraya to a tag team match. Yes, that was my reaction to it as well, John. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, <laughs> challenged Soraya to a tag team matchup with Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and a partner of her choosing in L.A. on January 11th. And the acclaimed defeated FTR in an excellent main event to retain the mm -hmm. AEW World Tag Team Championships. Miss Chrissy Love. Uh, well, after the match as well, the Guns made the challenge for the Briscoes for final battle in a double dog collar match with FTR for the ROH World Tag Team titles. Miss Chrissy Love, what was the highlight low light for you this week on AEW Dynamite? Um, highlight definitely was uh, Stark's promo. I mean, so, so good. I mean, wow. Like, for that to, to open up the show, for you to win, and then you'd like to crucify the champion like that. I mean, well, we knew the promos were going to be great, but I mean, like, sheesh, like the first one, like, God. <laughs> um, so that was good. Um, definitely uh, Samoa Joe. Wow. Why did you want to kill? You didn't have to do that. Darby. <laughs> Poor Darby. But Darby just like Darby knows his job. Darby knows what to do, which I have to give credit to him because he knows what he's supposed to do. You're supposed to get thrown around. You're supposed to look like you're being like a ragdoll. That's your job. But you do it so well, so it's okay. <laughs> he, he got mauled by a bear. He got. He definitely got mauled by a bear. When Wallow came out, I was like, okay, great. Yay. I'm, I'm kind of over the Wallow thing. Um, but other than that, mm -hmm. I, I mean, overall good show. I'm surprised if the ratings were that bad. But, I mean, solid show from beginning to end. 100% agree there. Andrew, what did you think about Dynamite this week? And, of course, that Ricky Starks awesome five-star promo. But I, I think it was a good show uh, overall. Like, I, as far as, like, a low light, I, 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 like, I don't really think it was, like, a, real, a low point during a the show. Light, I think it yeah. sort of stayed consistent for the mm -hmm. most part. 
Yeah, with, with, with the uh, the Ricky Starks promo, I, I think that was definitely the highlight of the show, man. He bro, he he cooked MJF some serious, <laughs> cooked them. Like I don't like what, what, what's 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 another word for somebody get cooked like flambéed or sautéed or like he he, he, he did, bro. <laughs> and, and like it, it was one part in there, but it, it was one part in that promo where he was like, if you took off your shirt and, and you look at your back, it like you just laid in a like in a thing of ants. An ant farm. Like, <laughs> no, my favorite, he, he my favorite line, like my, my like, favorite line when he was just cooking on his whole entire uh, attire, gimmick? and he said, he mm. said, it ain't even iron. Yes. Like I was, I, I lost it, I lost it when he said, it ain't even iron. I was like, oh shit, this is straight up a schoolyard roast. Yeah, like you and out, you and um the, the um the schoolyard, they're like, oh yeah, everyone around you, it's like that's 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 the only thing that was really missed was like your friend was like, oh. Got him, like that's all you needed. Like, <laughs> playing the, Bro, dozen, bro, the, the, be yeah. the best part was that Ricky, the, the best part was that Ricky, he said, I think he said in the interview after that, that he winged that whole promo because, like, he, yeah, he, he said at first that he, he like mapped the whole thing out. It was like he had this whole thing like laid out what he was going to say and like how he was going to say it. And then he said, once he heard what MJF said, he was like, all right. He was like, okay, we scratched that. He was like, okay, now, now I'm just about to, we just about to see. So he did everything off now. the top and of the I, dome? I think that actually worked out so much. Yeah. That was yeah. off the dome. Everything was off the dome. That you yeah. could tell. Wow. I know, right? To me, yeah. you could tell. Like, like you could tell. Yeah, MJF's you, 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 you could, you could, you could tell. Yeah, you could tell with both promos. You could tell MJF sat in his hotel the night before, wrote down all these great lies and memorized them about him. The <laughs> pebble line when he said, "I'm a, I'm a skip that pebble down the nearest body of water and skip it right to Billy Corgan's NWA." And uh, don't get it twisted, MJF was right, a that, great that, promo. That, 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 that line was hard. That line was hard. MJF cut a great. <laughs> promo too it's just ricky stark had an opportunity he was at bat against like if you're in baseball you were against yeah. the best pitcher in yes. the in the league yes. and he hit a home run he hit a home run he hit it out the Bruh. park and he won the promo battle against the bet one of the best promos in the entire business today yes bro am, am, am i crazy for thinking that he came out like he seemed like a bigger star coming out of that than mjf did like yeah yes, like absolutely I, it, 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 absolutely it, 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 Ricky seemed like I don't know he, but he just came out of that promo, and I was like, eh, I was like, I, was like, I mean, if he, you know, what I'm saying next next week something was to happen, you know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't be mad at it, but like, no, I mean, in mm -hmm, all honesty, mm -hmm. like just seeing that, it, it, I mean, I know, but I know MJF not gonna lose the title, but like, it, it, it just made me wish that this, especially seeing that promo, it just made me wish that this was like six months from now, like this happened because it, it would give you the feel that. Okay, we sort of deep in this title run, like you know now. Yeah, can, he's gonna win. Yeah, a, yes, it, yes, it, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I like, mean, I, but, I, honestly, but, like, after the promo, after the promo, I was like, I would book it to have Ricky be the one that dethrones him in a year. Just have a whole year build. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you okay. could you you could do that. Like, I mean, like but the thing is, I I, I just really wish that, like this would have been saved, but at the same time. You 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 don't you don't want to do that because it's like okay like I I think if they would have tried to save this or hold off on it like six months from now like I, I think me, me included uh, and a lot of people would have just been like dude why y'all win so long with Ricky Starks but you know what I'm saying they they giving it to us now so you know it you know it is what it is but I, I think they are gonna have a real good match um and, and I, I think Ricky got some big things to come from like but all honestly like I, I think that once this this run with Samoa Joe is like a double champion is finished and like I, I think Hobbs probably should be the guy to take the TNT title off him man 
once once you saw the get going with Hobbs, I think you might have to switch that thing over to Ricky. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind Ricky like being because because Joe is a heel now. I wouldn't mind Ricky being the one that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. After this yeah. promo, after this yeah. promo, yeah. after this promo, yeah. it really made me think that they should rework the booking because at before last mm -hmm, week mm -hmm. when Ricky said he was going to be in the battle Royale, I was like, he should win it and just make the, the match at winter is coming for the ring and the title after this promo though. I was mm -hmm. like, nah, that's the wrong move that the, the yeah. match for the ring and the title mm -hmm. should be like next year. The next week should be for the ring and Ricky should right. win. And then you do the title match. MJF can, you can either do it either way. You could do the title match next week. MJF cheats to win. And remember, MJF in his opening promo said he's going to make everybody go through hoops. He's not going to verse the same person twice. But then Starks can say, well, I got a match in my back pocket. I'm going to verse you for the mm -hmm. ring and prove I can beat you to earn another shot at the title. The and he title. beats him yes. for the ring. And then you do ring versus title at like beach break. Or you could even save it for a revolution if you wanted to. But they're going to do MJF and Brian Danielson, obviously. But I would want a longer program because I feel like Ricky Starks working with MJF. He is just going to be he's going to he's going to earn his way and establish himself as one of the top baby faces the longer he interacts with MJF in my opinion. But I, I I feel like Ricky I feel like he gets motivated when he feels like he's the um like people look at him or the way I feel like like that like like that, that sort of chip on his shoulder and it makes him want to yeah. sort of be like okay, now to get there since y'all think that I'm like a step below this dude or something like that. He he cooked MJF like he came out. He made MJF seem not, but not small, but he made MJF seem like the lesser star in the situation. And like Ricky was like, you know what I'm saying? He stepped up. And he he was ready. And so I I think that when when people do that, I think you gotta reward them, bro. Like you can't like it, it, so even coming out of this, if Ricky starts this, is gonna win the title next week. And I, I don't think he is, but like even if. Even if he doesn't, like, I think that you need to keep it consistent with Ricky. Like, don't have this dude lose and then, like, just have him go to the wayside for, like, eight weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. follow follow something up. Like, have him, if he loses the match or something like that, like, have him running, like, like like you said, SB3, have him, like, running to some more Joe backstage and Joe, like, make some, like, you know, smart-ass remark about him, like, sort of clown him a little bit. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Just to set something up for the weeks coming. You know what I'm saying? Just to give him something to work with coming out of the title loss so people not solely focused on, oh, yeah, you know, you know, R Ricky just lost the title. Ricky just lost the title opportunity. But I mean, as you said, like I wouldn't be mad at it. If, you know, if, if they did the switch next week, I, I really wouldn't. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, would. I mean, I, I, I would. I mean, if they could, and then have MJF win it right back as well, because that that would be very Reign of Terrorish is to have him <laughs> on his first defense and then win it right 16, back. 16, 16 world title runs. Yep, yep. We got going to be another two time. Make him be a two time champion. in like a week or two. And and like I always say, I gotta address these things when I see misinformation. Uh, <laughs> we got Isabel who says even Sammy Guevara is in there. Mercedes, aka Sasha Banks, will have a real life beef with Ty Mello because of Sammy's comments on her. If you missed out when Sammy when Sammy got in trouble for those comments, Sasha even went on social media and said that Sammy contacted her. They squashed everything. Everything is under the bridge in that part. So I yep. wouldn't I wouldn't put it as definitive as yes, you. Put it that Sasha Banks will have a you didn't even say might have you said will have a real life <laughs> injury a real life beef with Ty Mello I wouldn't put money mm -hmm. on that sir. 
Uh, we do have a super chat donation mm. here from the good brother, Professor Chris. Easy attack. Thank you Man. so much. Thank That's you. a great Joining comment. Us Sending us that love. Uh, he, Professor Chris says, Starks took all of MJF's best material high, and highlighted how lame it is when you really sit back and think about it. No offense to MJF. Ha ha. He, def he be rabbit and made MJF pop a doc. He be rabbit. He be rabbit him. He be rabbit him. Be if you never seen Eight Mile, the last rap in Eight Mile. Be rabbit wins the rap by beating the champion by saying everything the champion was going to say about B Rabbit. That's how he wins, and that's how MJF lost this battle is because he said all that lies, and then Ricky Stark kind of ripped everything he he does and his whole his whole shtick to to pieces. But you, you want to know the crazy like I, I'm like MJF his his material is starting to get like it's, it's starting Repetitive. to get a little tired, bro. Yeah, you know, because we we seen it so like the whole you know the Ben War 2024, but you're not going nowhere, bro. Like cut 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 the shit. You you, you know you're not going nowhere. He's staying in AEW. Not, he he like, can't like, yet. He cannot go anywhere like, as of yet. You, know, you have you haven't you have to prove more. You have to do more and put more things on your resume to say you know what? Yeah. And, 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 and the thing, and the, and the thing is, I know a lot of people, like. I mean, I I think he would do okay in WWE, but it, there's no way that he thinks that he would be doing the stuff that he's doing in AEW in WWE. Like, bro, that's that's not happening. It, it's, it's just no, no way yeah. that, that 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 most of that stuff is you happening. No, good way they're gonna not. dumb that shit but, down. They they gonna they gonna dumb it all the way down. He he'll probably be be able to get away with a a couple comments here and there, but it's no it's not It'll gonna be, be LA night. near the freedom. It, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Or oh, Rob, look at yeah. Robert Rude. Robert Rude was great, and then look what happened. Fuck free world. Three one three. Fuck three, free one, three. world. Three one three. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, y'all. Uh, Caden with the super chat donation. Thank you so much, Caden. I appreciate that, good brother. He says Austin is Stark's country. Belt this man up. Uh, I wouldn't mind it. Honestly, Texas is always one of AEW's best crowds. If they did a pay per view mm -hmm. in Texas, Ricky got to win a title there. Ricky got to win a title. There. Mm. Uh, we got also uh, Bell who says, I think MJF has already re-signed, but not going to lie to you. I do see him in WWE at some point. I do see him at some point, maybe when. Not yeah, now, I, though. I, I, I not it. now. Not, like, not at the top of him being this kind of stick heavy heel that just wouldn't yeah. work in WWE, in my opinion. Hey. They don't have, they don't want so, that so, type so. of like heat or heelism over there yet. You have to kind of like that, dumb that down. would just make him a baby face in WWE, honestly. And yeah. uh, like, like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, and we, you're right, you're right. That would just make him a baby face, honestly, because he'd be so good at being a heel. That's always hey, what on, happens with the heels in WWE. On, on that point, like just just a just a quick take. I, I I think people that we probably gonna see in WWE, I'm gonna say in the next two to three years, I'm gonna say Anna J. I'm gonna say Thunder Rosa. Mm -hmm. Mm. And, and and a big one, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Warlow. WWE next two to three years, I think it's gonna be one, one of them three. It might it might not be all of them, but I think one of I them. Three. I'm gonna say not all of them. I can see. Yeah, Warlow. not all of them. I don't see yeah, Thunder I Rosa. See, 
Nah, I mean, Thunder Rosa is too independent. Like, everything yeah. I know about Thunder Rosa is that she has a long memory, folks, and she remembers when she <laughs> was improving and kind of on yeah, her trajectory before she went to NWA, and then everybody Try saw that she referee. had improved. They yeah. try to make her a referee. She, <laughs> dude, I've had interviews with her where I didn't so bring you, it up, and she brought that she, up. So I'm, she's I'm, she's going I'm to be petty and be like, "Nah, f y'all, I'm not going over there." But, I feel, I no, feel see, it would see, be more likely three. if she left AEW and went to Impact Wrestling than WWE. Wow, I, I, uh, but let's see, let's see, as you think the, the reason, <laughs> the reason I say that is because, like, I, I feel like most, if not all, wrestlers have this thing where they feel like they, like. They, they need to prove something and and not in a I don't mean that in a negative sense I mean just that like internal like you want to show that you can do this type of thing and, and I, I feel like so that that's some of the same thing that sort of motivated Cody in a way because he always felt like he could have been that guy in WWE or at least one of those guys and he went out but they wouldn't let him reinvented himself and then they wouldn't let him he went out reinventing himself and then now you know what I'm saying like I, a, a lot of people talking about this dude main event in Wrestlemania with Roman Reigns you know what I'm saying like I I think that like that was always the thing though, but that was always the thing. Cody grew up being a WWE fan. Thunder Rosa didn't grow up being a WWE fan. Like it's two it's two different mind states. I can't compare those. No, but the only the only reason only only reason I'm comparing those is because like she wanted but she had the opportunity to go there and they looked at her strictly as a they want her to be a referee. So like I'm I don't I don't know this. I'm just talking like strictly speculation and just judging off like just normal normal everyday people's like individual characters is that like she might have that feeling within like well you know like if they looked at me this way and i went out and here i am i'm this big star now like who, who to say that i wouldn't be able to go there and be able to you know change the whole perception of what they initially thought of me like that was just my whole uh like thought no, I, no i get that yeah prove them wrong type of thing which she is that type of person that would be probably the best argument for her going to you know wwe is to finally just prove them he wrong. said cody and yeah she she is she is that type of person i will say that but let's talk about the major news from aew this week which is more chrissy more william regal news in an mm-hmm. interview mm-hmm. first with sports Kita, uh dropped on monday ec3 claimed that william regal instantly regretted his decision to join all elite wrestling yes expert in everything going on in aew ec3 said that uh william regal instantly regretted his decision going to the company said that the talent wasn't listening to his advice and then uh brian pillman jr responded to comments uh cited by busted open radios justin labar as well Uh, ec3 on sports kita said he's too valuable to not be in a developmental system and i know we can say uh well he's there mentoring the people in aew yeah the thing is they're not listening talent doesn't listen to veterans for the most part the ones that do are good the ones that do are knocking him in the back of the head with brass knuckles and are the world champion and the other ones are doing moves all the way from dynamite to rampage to dark and nobody cares so his value Mm. especially Mm. is grooming future generations in nxt i think he loved it there i think he was super comfortable i think he was super proficient and if people are paid money to actually listen to him then maybe Maybe they'll actually listen to him, but I don't think his value was utilized. What he can do within the industry short of being on screen in AEW, because probably I will tell you, he here's a little stooge report. Yes, he literally said, here's a little stooge report. 
He said he would probably be there for advice and those who ask, he'd give them his heart and his soul and every word they can. But then he's like, well, nobody's really asking. When he went over to AEW, the word was, he said, I immediately regret this decision. There's very much a maturity issue here within management. Brian Pillman replied to Justin Labar saying that this is not entirely true. There are several of us, myself included, who spent multiple hours before TV working with Regal, learning from him. Should there have been more? Maybe. But he and Danielson always had a solid audience around the ring before TV. I know you said some. That's just awful. <laughs> I, I just didn't <laughs> want the narrative to be that he was just standing there <laughs> preaching to the air. Uh, Fightful <laughs> reported that during a media call for ROH Final Battle, uh, <laughs> AEW CEO Tony Khan confirmed that William Regal is leaving AEW, detailed the circumstances involving his, his exit. Khan noted that Regal's request came at a time when his mother had a stroke and was getting treatment for her heart uh, and how that motivated him to let Regal go. Khan revealed that Regal made his request to Chief Legal Officer Mega Parquet in September. Regal requested AEW not renew his contract with the promotion in December so he could return to WWE to work with his son and have a backstage role. Based on his mother having a stroke and dealing with that, he thought the right decision was to honor his request and put plans in motion to write him out of AEW storyline. TK revealed that Regal would remain with the company until the end of the year. And when he did return to WWE, it would be for an off-screen role for at least one calendar year. Khan said on the conditions AEW made to allow Regal's exit, he said, the way I believe it's written is that after this year, he would be able to go back and coach. But I believe we have it written that he would not be appearing on screen next year. I wouldn't expect to see him as an on-screen person next year. Khan said he was surprised by Triple H tweeting a supercut of William Regal saying war games. He said, honestly, really? Yes, he said, honestly, <laughs> given the spirit of the thing and how accommodating we are being, I was really surprised by the tweet with the supercut of him on it, especially since he's still been with us and part of the shows. We're still addressing him on the show and going into last week's show, especially he's still a big part of your of our show. I was a little surprised mm -hmm. by the supercut of him on Triple H's Twitter and given how accommodating we are being on the whole situation, I was not uh, necessarily expecting to see that. I didn't necessarily think it was in the spirit of accommodating we were being about the whole thing man, but whatever <laughs> man Tony you know, don't cut that man. man chill out man Tony, like, Tony no, is bro. just being Tony Tony is just Tony like, is ready. this man I, is ready y'all I'm gonna say Tony's being Tony like come on guys I'm, I'm like, are, are you really surprised that, that Triple H is no. like posting? Like, come on now. Like, yeah, and Triple H is petty as well. That's, that Triple H is petty, bro. Like, come, like, come on, man. Like, both of y'all have rival companies, but like, it's no way that you think that y'all about to be all, oh, yeah, I'm just going to stay oh. silent on where Come on now, bro. Like, let, let, let's be real for a minute. So PWC Insider has reported and confirmed that William Regal will start with WWE during the first week of 2023. His deal with AEW will conclude at the end of 2022. He will be working with his son, Charlie Dempsey, uh, in NXT. He was recently Ooh. on this week's episode of WWE NXT. In a message on uh, his Twitter account, uh, Regal issued a message saying goodbye to members of the Blackpool Combat Club. Regal wrote... Uh, to the members of the BCC, my favorite song by my favorite band who uh, 
who someone knew when I was a child to write the story that is my life. It's been a pleasure, fellas. We'll meet again. And that added on to his final message. Yes, his play this if I'm dead promo on AEW Dynamite. Uh, I will never get over that we saw a play this if I'm dead promo on AEW Dynamite mm -hmm. this week. Just is what it is. Uh, PW Insider reports that the reason AEW pre-taped last uh, the interview oh, on Dynamite Look at that. is in addition to storyline purposes is because Regal wasn't available. He planned a trip to the UK and wouldn't be back in time for another live appearance. Also of note, on Thursday, William Regal's uh, gentleman, Gentleman's Villain podcast co-host, Matt that Coon. Was, that was a good podcast, bro. I know it, he podcast. he confirmed that the podcast is ending with just three remaining episodes with William Regal heading back to WWE. Andrew, what do you think about <sighs> all of this? TK's update, the real reason behind William Regal, and do you agree with Tony Khan's decision to have a conditional release that doesn't allow William Regal with an on-screen role for one year? I would say first of all, before I, before I jump into that, can I just say how glad I am? That, that I'm not buffering anymore. I'm not on 80% no more. It seems like I'm, I'm like on 85%, it seems like. So this is just beautiful. I can see y'all click cut. Everything looks okay. But, but I, I just want to say the that. Any uh, part you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been, uh, yeah, you've been like this on my end for like this, like ever. <laughs> bro, come on. You're bro. dead, like, like, you're dead frozen on my end, friend. Oh my goodness. Like, I hear you clear as day. Yeah, though. we hear you clear as day. This is great. This is great content. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Andrew. Speak. Oh, no. Bro, so he got me first. He got me on the summertime <laughs> screen. Come on, bro. But like <laughs> but like but, but the thing the thing with Regal. Dead in like deep thought though, too. Look at this. <laughs> I see I, I see Johnny in a private chat. He said good thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> you're back. There you're back. Yeah, you're back. back. Look at that. But but, <laughs> but, but the, the thing with re like, I mean, you, you could understand it from a, I guess, a company aspect to have Regal on the conditional release. I guess because I mean, he was just a prominent figure on AEW TV from March 2022 right, right. all the yeah. way through now, and like literally was just one of the figureheads of the main world title program in the company. And then for him to be done with just you leave. and then be back, you know what I'm saying? To just leave and then be back on WWE TV where he was earlier this year. You know what I'm saying? Con so, you know what took I'm saying? Like, Vince I mean, hat off yeah, and he, he put did. it on and he put it in paper because <laughs> Vince McMahon would have did the same exact yeah, shit, exactly. even probably worse. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's, even that's worse. And so like, he yeah. took like his Vince card or hat and he did the same shit. And yeah. like we already said, Triple H is petty. So if you believe that if Tony Khan didn't get this in writing, that William Regal wouldn't have had at least one coy line about AEW on television, then I got a bridge in Brooklyn. I'm I'm willing to sell you. I'll sell it for any amount of money because you are an <laughs> idiot and you will buy it. Yeah, but got it's, a couple it's, of them in here. <laughs> but it's, it's no way that he that he like expected like. I mean, I I don't know exactly what he was expecting, but come on now, like y'all, like I said, y'all are two rival companies, and like you got one talent or one main person behind the scenes who is transitioning from your company to the other company, and then of course you got this event war games that people, uh, the, the WWE version, they associated with the, the announcement of it from William Regal. Like you, come on now, like it's it's no way that you genuinely thought that they was gonna be playing fair or like trying to be, no matter how accommodating you were about the situation. I mean, you weren't necessarily yeah. accommodating to WWE. You were accommodating to William Regal. 
and like you know what I'm saying. I already you know, but I mean, I I, I get it from a like he was just here type thing. But like when they yep. looked at when you talk about the overall scope of it, like they don't owe you nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you don't nope. owe them nothing. Sure don't. You don't owe them. You, you could have mm-hmm. kept them on the contract for if you wanted yeah. to. You really it, wanted exactly. to be petty, You could have kept them on the contract. Exactly. If yep. you if you if sure you really have. have such a problem with Tony Khan not allowing uh you know William Regal to be have an on-screen role for a year, Romeo, then he could have just he could have just re-signed <laughs> and renewed and renewed his contract. And then you'll be talking about Tony Khan being this evil dictator who holds on to people who want to leave. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously, it's so obvious you're trolling. Come yeah. on. That, 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 that's events. This would have Regal in the contract. Exactly. Yeah. He would have renewed his contract. He said, he say, oh, you, you want to go work with your son? <laughs> I'm going to come over here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's bring him. What's the first flight coming in? I, I, here's, the, here's the check right here. Like, we're, we're not doing this. We're not going to do this. No. Yes, uh, and I think I think the reason uh, that we are not really acknowledging uh, EC3's uh, comments is because I did not take that shit seriously and was really confused by all these major outlets that were covering his, his shit. Like I right. was like, whoever he heard this from, it's wrong. Like it was clearly wrong from jump. From just Towers. because he said, just because he repeated a bunch of stuff that CM Punk said, people took it right. seriously and ran with it earlier this week. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. That's really the only Ty- reason. He heard it from Tyrus. That's what we heard it from. NWA World <laughs> Champion. Yep. We got we got Romeo trolling in the chat saying petty by TK. What does he care for Regal being off screen for an entire calendar year? Uh <laughs> So obvious trolling. Uh, <laughs> Kaden says, if uh, Hunter says fuck you and puts Regal on TV, Tony will never do something like this again. Hey, yeah. Hey, SPT and Chrissy, I'm like really, I think I'm more curious about that aspect of it. Because I'm like, okay, he said that they have an agreement that Regal can't appear on TV for a year, right? But like, if, if Regal signed a WWE contract, who like what guarantee do you have that WWE actually has that clause in their contract that he can't appear on screen? And like, what if Triple H was just like, okay, like he he verbally told you that he would agree to that, but verbally and having that in written form under contract is two completely different things. He can he can it's sit two there, different and, things, he, right. he can sit there and tell you on the phone or or whatever parties connecting like, hey. You know, okay, we'll agree to that term verbally that Regal won't appear on screen, and then once they get him back in WWE, hey, you want to be GM again? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? He's just like, I mean, let's, listen, let's bounce up, bounce up out of here. Let's dip out. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got Safed who says, "How about WWE not allowing their talent to be another company TV for a year and a half? They could do." That, but they just yeah, release they, people who have like four years on their contract. Yeah, That's the difference. Exactly. Of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. It's really yeah. They don't. They yeah. Uh, and even Kate is saying that they can do that too. I'd prefer WWE not release any talent because they're under contract. Yeah, I think the talent would would like to be paid for a year and a half after they get released, but WWE doesn't do that. They just release the talent instead of paying them. Well. Uh, <laughs> just is what it is uh easy attack says regal was the manager of multiple world champions over the course of the last two years yeah like 
it just is what it is. Uh, we also got here uh, Annika, who says the only thing wrong about Blood and Guts was that it didn't it did hit like it didn't hit like war games. No, it didn't. When he said it, yeah. it was like it's just not the Blood same. and Guts. It's just not the same. It's just not yeah. the same. <laughs> EC3, you are invited on True Hill Heat. EC3 You're... versus SP3. That's, that's the matchup right there. The damn of Roman Reigns or Cody. That's the matchup. Bring it. Bring it. I'll be in, <laughs> I'll be in LA for, for WrestleMania. I won't, but I'll be in LA for WrestleMania weekend. Come see me then. Uh, we got Blue is joining us now. Uh, we also got Caden uh, who says maybe he is still under AEW contract and he's allowed to go uh, to WWE as a coach. Well, no, it's just they basically what people have to understand, put it into basketball terms. The AEW had the team option on William Regal mm -hmm. and seemed like they were all but ready to to invoke that team option until William Regal caught a caught Tony Khan at a at a very trying time for him when his mother had a stroke and said, I want to go spend some time with my child. And I, I know you would understand that. And Tony Khan agreed under one condition. If if William Regal didn't want to agree with that condition or WWE don't want to agree with that condition, then Tony Khan should have said. Fuck it. I'll re-sign you for a whole year. But William Regal and, and WWE keep you here and keep your ass here like Vince would do. Vince would have kept your ass here a little maybe three years. Didn't have an issue. Didn't have an issue with it. Agree to it. <laughs> if they agree to it and don't have an issue with it, Romeo and anyone else in the chat who have an issue with this, you need to smoke a blunt, have a drink, <laughs> do something. <laughs> Do something because you think I know you probably think, oh, I'm just trolling. I'm just trolling. I know the real reason why, but you just seem like an ass. <laughs> like just like just relax. like an ass. Sit back, have a, blunt, have a drink. It's a good Saturday to do all of that. But let's get into the rest of the news here. Uh, Miro was in the news this week and in the headlines as he hasn't seen much on AEW TV in this year in 2022. A new report has some details on why the AEW star hasn't been seen since All Out and has only worked four matches this year. Fightful Select reported that it is not due to any injury issue. The site reports that sources in AEW have reiterated that Miro has been healthy and clean cleared and wants to compete however there has not been any creative plans set up for him there were said that to have plans to have uh creative conversations with Miro but it hasn't happened as of now it was noted that according to those they've spoken to Fightful uh he is eager to make his return the Wrestling Observer newsletter had an update on the situation noting that the initial report wasn't entirely accurate according to Dave Meltzer an idea was presented to Miro in September for an angle that would last through full gear however Miro didn't approve of the idea so instead of having him on television with out a purpose the decision was made to keep him off tv until he does agree with creative miro is expected to return soon as both sides have been discussing options but what do you think andrew about miro's lack of television time lack of matches in general since the return in june Man. and the fact that apparently according to wrestling observer that there has been creative pitch to him and he didn't agree with it so they decided to kind of put him on ice until they found an idea that he did agree with. So, what do you think about this whole situation with Miro? Nah, for real, for SP3, I actually wanted to ask you if you if you sort of felt the same way, bro. Mir the the way Mir Miro ain't been the same since he lost that TNT title, Sammy Guevara. 
like I, I'm just gonna ask you, like, do you sort of think the same thing? Like, it's it, it's just been like a down track, like ever since then. Like he, but he was on a great run, bro. Like that whole God shampoo, that shit was yeah. It, it was, he was one of the best characters in wrestling, it, bro. It was and he was so over, bro. And then like now it's like you know, what I'm saying like, do you care? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I was gonna ask you, like, do you sort of feel the same way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I I said when he was God's favorite champion. I remember, you know, the world title uh eliminator last year. I thought he should have beat Danielson. I thought him and Hangman would have been an interesting program for the AEW world title. I thought when Punk had it, him coming back, that would have been an interesting program. Of course, we had the injuries and stuff, but him versus Moxley for the title would have been very, very intriguing and something that they haven't done and they didn't even do when they were together in WWE, really, or not to my memory so there's been so many potential great feuds and great characters that could mesh well with god's favorite champion with the redeemer and they just haven't done much with them it feels like such a long time ago where miro was one of the best characters in wrestling and i feel like aew really haven't capitalized on the fact that this guy just resigned with y'all earlier this year like it's like yeah. he resigned and and yeah didn't do much with him when he came back but well, i i, I thing with Miro like I, I think that they had such a great thing going with the TNT title like him him having that run and then like it just ended like and I mean I mean it, it, and I, I don't mean like ended abruptly because it, it was I think it was a solid run that he was having I'm talking about lengthwise but like they, they they switched that for Sammy Guevara and you know Guevara is what he is now like the one of the most hated men <laughs> in, in AEW like they they, can, they cannot stand this dude for nothing but but like dude I, I think with Miro like in terms of bringing him back I'm, I'm trying to think of stuff that you could do to bring him back. And like, I think you should keep him away from the house of black stuff. Cause I know that's where they ended last time. I think you need to like, let's, let, let's, let's keep him up completely away from that whole realm that they got going on. The, the, the house of black verse. Let, let, let's, let's keep, let's keep that. Let's it ain't as bad as the Jericho. It is damn sure not as bad as the Jericho verse or the Cody verse. It, it, it's not that bad, but, uh, but no, 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 I, I like the house of black. Let me just say that. I like, I like house of black. But um, but with Miro, like I'm trying to figure out like what could you possibly do with him and bring him back in a prominent role? And I I think I don't I don't know like I mean like bro, you want to know what bro? Especially after seeing if, if Darby was to ever get the TNT title back, especially after seeing like what, what he did with Joe this past week, like I th I think that would be something good for Miro. Like may maybe Darby could be a good first opponent just to sort of reestablish the the dominance aspect of Miro as an on screen character. Like give him Darby. Remember, you know Darby it was it. it was Darby who he beat for the TNT championship. Yeah, exactly, but like I think that'd be something good for Miro, man. I I, I think if, if you don't have like a solid fuel for him, I think a good way to bring him back is just to sort of reestablish and remind people of the the dominance that his on screen character who had. That North Atlantic title. The uh, uh Orange Cassidy. All Atlantic is Orange Cassidy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the backpack. Well, That's hey, why I'm like, well, I haven't seen it because it's in the backpack. Hey, you don't see him where. Hey, bro. Hey, right. hey, hey, not but Orange right. Cassidy, but he he defending that joint every week on Rampage. Yo, like, he man, yeah, he no, he's every, on. He's on. It's becoming the Rampage title now. It's yeah, becoming the Rampage. Title. That's fine, he, he, and I like yeah. it. That's great. You just, I just <laughs> forgot what, where the belt was and who had it. That's just really nah, what but, it was. But Miro, you know, Miro would be a great next champion. I agree. I, yeah, I think he that would, would be the great, the hey, best hey, one hey, for him. Hey, Chrissy, that's that's, that's, that's it. Chrissy just came. She probably just came up with the thing you need to do with Miro. Have him take the title off Orange Cassidy. There you go. Yeah. If you want to put him somewhere strong and have him like seen and and uh, and defend it every week and be dominant, take that title off Orange Cassidy. 
Met, let don't you know he'll be like okay just send me someone like i like i like how orange cassie's mo is okay sure you just pick a guy all right i'll see you there okay great bye he's the most nonchalant fighting champion in the history of professional wrestling i'm about to say bro and then the thing with orange cassidy is if he loses the title he don't care so like what's, right. you know what's it's, there you go. that's the whole thing that's, that's, the, that's the best <laughs> part about it like he really's like Okay, like the 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 <laughs> whole Orange Cassidy uh, pro, uh character can be described in one sentence. He's the coolest guy in the room, and he he doesn't really care about wrestling until he does, and then he yeah. is the, the one of the best wrestlers in the world as well. So it's great. Uh, I don't agree with this idea. I think Malachi should beat OC and then no. have Miro come back. Yeah. They set it up so perfectly for House of Black to just bide their time destroy everyone until January mm -hmm. when we yep. got the winner of the best of seven and then they go mm -hmm. after the trios Thank championship. You. Thank That's you. it. But House House of Black, they need Point to stay Bla focused period. on the trios titles. Period. That's it. That's period. it. No. That is it. Yeah. They don't need to go anywhere else. That is the, that's what they were made for. This is what this faction is about. Do not do not do not mess this up. Hey, hey well, I I'm, I'm, I'm actually up. want I actually want to ask both of y'all, like, what do y'all think that they're going to do? Y'all think they're going to keep Julia Hart in that same role forever? Do you think they're going to actually, like, going to let her, you know what I'm saying, branch off into the start wrestling? You know, or do you think they're just going to keep her within that group? I think, think they should just keep her in House of Black. But she can wrestle. Okay. She can wrestle. She's been wrestling on, like, Dark and Elevation. But they, she should be in the group. That's going right to be the way to get over. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. I agree with you, SB. Totally. Uh, we got uh, Miro as All-Atlantic champion. And he goes to New Japan and puts it on the line would be great. I would love to see that. Get, I did give, me see Miro, a... give me Miro versus Ren Arita. That's what I want. Give me Miro versus Ren. Why not? Why not? Annika with a good comment here saying, uh, someone had a dope idea. Have Miro come back and said, God told me to slay the devil. I'm coming for you, MJF. That would be the word, the way to turn him babyface, for sure. Well, who... who uh, Anika must must see Miro get cooked on the mic. That's what she must. <laughs> that, is she, she, that is she, true. She, 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 she must she must see Miro get cooked on the mic. Don't 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 do that to him, bro. Don't do that to him. Don't uh, do that. That, to him. that is true. That is true. <laughs> that is fair and true. Uh, the other bit of news from Dynamite in an interview with ComicBook.com, <laughs> Ricky Starks revealed that he wrote his entire promo against MJF on Wednesday Dynamite and memorized it. He said, on the creative process for promos, I think you'll hear a lot of wrestlers say, oh, I didn't think of it. I didn't plan it out. I didn't write it out. And Cody uh, makes the same joke, but that's bull. Even the best promos had to have some type of structure to them. And I am somewhat in the same way. Admittedly, I'm not one uh, to really pull back the curtain on anything here. But yesterday, earlier in the day, I had wrote out this whole thing and in my head memorized it and did all this and stressed myself out and then had a match to do. Anything could have gone wrong where I just forget it in the match. On throwing out uh, his plans, he said, I remember Max cutting that promo and setting, saying these comments. And in that moment, I was like, I'll just wing it. I'll just wing it. I know where I want to go, I, what I want to get to, and I'll just fill in the blanks. So what you saw out there was me winging it. That's how I operate. Yes, I could come up with some lines and think about it, but for the most part, whatever I feel, I just say, and it comes off in that moment. So, hey, if he could cut that type of promo off the top of the riff, I want to see him with a well-planned out promo. This man is so tough. Right, right. 
We definitely know yeah. that there is something there. Yeah. Yeah, R- Ricky Starks is the guy. Like we we, we talked we talked about it uh, earlier. Like we, we we all see the potential. We all always saw like even when he was in the NWA, I think a lot of people saw it. Like Ricky Starks, he he has a lot of it's it's a lot of upside to what you can do with Ricky Starks on top of him being the star that he is right now. You can still take it even further, and I, I think it's just a matter of right timing and the right opportunity and just being at the right place at the right time. In, in terms of uh, restarts goes, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see. I, but I, I feel like they're gonna have a really good match at Winners Coming. Like I don't, I don't doubt that at all. I think they're gonna go out there, and, you know, they're gonna tear it down. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm more so interested in how they follow up with Ricky if he isn't like, I, I, like again, I don't think he's gonna win the title. But like, I, I'm, I'm more interested to see what they're gonna do as the follow up because I feel like um, Tony Khan. I feel like one of his uh, sort of his weaknesses as a Booker is when somebody comes off a big loss, like he sort of. I, he, like his go-to is like okay, keep him off TV for like a month, two months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like that's his uh, that, that, that's his thing. Like in like I, I feel like if he were to so so to just find a way to pivot somebody into something meaningful right after that, I feel like it will it will work better. He has a problem with following up on angles and big moments for people. Uh, Ricky didn't have much of a follow up following his first like breakout promo after at a uh, fight for the fall and when he lost the title to Hook, they didn't capitalize on that very well. And e- even like more recently, the whole Hangman coming back last week until Rampage, we didn't get any follow up on that on Dynamite. Moxley barely talked about him, so he just has to do a better job of following up on these angles and big moments like we saw from Ricky on Dynamite. But let's get into to rampage last night the show featured a certified banger with an opener that had john mosley defeating kanosuke takeshna in a bloody battle post-match hangman adam page came out to confront moxley and then got into a huge brawl ending with moxley throwing page into the ring post uh hokara shida beat the bunny to retain the regina de wave championship and move on to face jamie hater for the aew women's world championship yeah trent seven he made his aew debut by challenging orange cassidy for the all-atlantic championship in a hard-fought loss post-match seven and kip sabian jumped cassidy until dustin rhodes made the save to end the show in his hometown of austin texas so nice little moment there with dustin wearing the sunglasses any highlight low light you want to talk about from last night's dynamite chrissy i mean last night's rampage excuse me (laughs) definitely not dynamite definitely not not dynamite um good hour show one hour show i mean listen what can we get for one hour? I mean, okay, like I think they did such a between the Moxley uh, match and then we had the Orange Cassidy match. I think those two, everything in the middle was cool. Like it was a good sandwich. Yeah. Uh, I forgot this one. That's a good point by Caden. Uh, he didn't do much to follow up with Jack Perry. Jack Perry had his first appearance on Dynamite, got choke slammed by Big Bill. That's about it. But uh, and <laughs> he lost. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about this whole Hangman Adam Page, John Moxley program, Andrew? And do you think that uh, that to last night with the whole interaction between the two men was a good follow up from last week after he got some heavy criticism from the likes of uh, Dave Meltzer of Wrestling Observer, as well as Lance Storm criticizing AEW for the Hangman Page, John Moxley uh, segment from last week? 
Is Andrew yeah. there? Is he frozen? I think he's frozen. So, frozen. Wait, y'all hear me all good? Am I still here? Yeah, we hear okay. you good. You're just staring <laughs> into our soul. There you go. As soon as I put yeah. you on the big screen, you unfroze. There you go. <laughs> okay, look at that. See, as, as, we think you work, as we think you work in the magic, Chrissy got the magic word, man. You see what I'm saying? Look, y'all yeah, making it happen. You, you making it happen through, this, uh, through my Wi-Fi right now. I got to tell my to speed up. He ain't, he ain't moving fast enough. But uh, was it? But but like uh, with the hangman and um Moxie stuff. Like I, I don't really get what people are so confused at. Like I see a lot of people saying like, oh, well, where's the why are they so mad at each other? But he can cuss them. What, what like? What? Yeah, you you put me out. Like like, like, you know, like what, what I, I lost. Upset about like he, you that's put the story. me right. They were in a and they were in a defiant. He got you you put me out of action. You can cuss me now. I'm back mm-hmm. and and it's mm-hmm. on site. Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, don't be mad because I want to fight you now. Yeah, like the, the the story. It, it the story is that. That's the story. There's yeah, no that's like the story, that's, yeah. the, that's the beef. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I yeah, I didn't understand that. It's just weird, and it was weird that Lance Storm with his criticism, it came while he had an Impact Twenty background behind him, and Impact last week had a shanking segment with two faction members who tried to kill each other and you're talking about another company not making sense of a story the fuck what are we doing um right yeah i'm about to say (laughs) sp why do you why do you even bother sometimes like i don't know i don't know sometimes (laughs) news coming out of rampage it appears as if w morrissey has a new name in aew a graphic promoting this week's aew rampage referred to the member of the firm who is teaming with lee moriarty on friday show as big bill as you can see right here morrissey has even (laughs) updated his twitter bio to reference his name and now reads big bill representing the firm Andrew, what do you think about Big Bill? And could it quite possibly be the worst wrestling name you have ever seen? <laughs> mm-hmm. Where does where does Big Bill Big rank Bill, among I, I, the worst I'm, I'm wrestling you, names? But I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be real. I, I, I like I like Big Bill Morrissey. I think that's cool. Big Bill Morrissey is all right, but like just calling him Big Bill, I'm like. Yeah, he should have had a, a last. Like, you know yeah, I like the last I mean, name aspect of it all. But like, I, like, but I mean, I, I do like the Big Bill Morrissey name. Yeah, it's more Morrissey name. Like, just, yeah. keep, just keep that part of it. But don't just leave the dude as like Big Bill. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I feel like it's gonna he gonna do like an interview or something where he gonna be like, oh, you know that I decided to come up with that and that was my idea or some shit like that. Then you know, I feel like it's gonna be something and like straight that. lion. And then yeah. we can accept it a little bit before, <laughs> but not really. Um, <laughs> Big Bill Morrissey. Yeah, that sounds a lot better than just Big Bill. Please. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Revert revert left. Go somewhere else. Exit stage left. All of that. Um, in an interview <laughs> with Busted Open Radio, uh, Dustin mm. Rhodes revealed that he is set to retire in 2023. And his, uh, he noted that his AEW contract will end in July. He previously announced at an indie event over last weekend that 2023 will be his last year as a wrestler. On his decision wow. uh, to retire and end his contract, he said, I remember seeing Randy, Randy Candy, Ray Candy, uh, years ago when I broke 
into the business. He wasn't in the best shape. He was using a walker and I was just getting into the business and I was green and excited and hungry and passionate. And I still am, but I made a promise to myself that I was going to get out while I can still walk. So mm. I didn't really think I was going to say anything about this. It just happened at Blizzard Brawl. And I thought, I don't think anybody is going to pick up on it, but they did and it caught fire. I just have to own it. And I truly don't want to go out of out in, in the business and do anything that tarnishes my career. I don't want to slip up and fall. I had this in the back of my head. Every time I go out, what if I do something stupid? Then they're going to say, start, uh, start chanting, please retire. And I don't want it to get to that. I know I'm doing really well right now. I'm having some of the best work of my entire career these past four years, even though there are few and far between. Tony has done a good job treating me like an attraction, and I appreciate that, and it does help my body. But on the flip side, it's hard when you're not working five days a week like the WWE schedule. Your body gets calloused and used to it, and now I work mm. once every two, three, four months, and if you go 100 miles an hour, then you pay the price. It takes me a week and a half to, to two weeks to recover from one Keep match. On. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see those things. My knees are pretty rough. My shoulders are pretty rough. I made a decision the end of July. My contract is up, and I'm going to be done in ring, or at least tone way down. I don't know if that's going to be it, because when I when we say we're retiring, we're always come, we always come back, and you never say never, but that's what I'm looking for, an end date for my in-ring career, my in-ring wrestling career. So, Dustin Rose, it's been a nice run, but Bon voyage. Bon voyage. You about to pack it bon up. Bon voyage. Bon pack it up, up. We smoke. We smoking but on I that pack. But I get it. Be go out on your own accord. It, it, like I, don't I, have someone else put you out. Like your knees are. You can still. I, I get the whole. I can still walk. Like that's that makes so much sense because like, is he as old as the Undertaker? Probably. Like there, he's not a young whippersnapper like these other people 50s. are. They're in your yeah you're. And today's 50 is not like old, like when we were younger or whatever. So it's way different. But your knee still start, still hurts. All the pain is still the same. So you got to just Look like. Look at you rhyming, busting the rhyme. Pain <laughs> is still the same. She knows. <laughs> Tell him, sister. The pain is still the same. Pain is still the same. And you, you just got to just. You don't want to leave. But you can still be like a coach. Like you can still be a mentor. Like you can still help people. Like you don't have to like fully say you know retire retire you just retire from wrestling itself but you can still help and mentor people like you can still do a lot of good work hey cody gone got nothing to do at wrestlemania trust me i'm letting y'all know cody ain't got nothing to do at wrestlemania let dustin come on over do one match at wrestlemania with, with oh cody lord Ryan. um cadence okay. Uh, Romeo says he still don't want to retire. He said, at least tone it down. He can't let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why not? Why not? Uh, Caden saying Cody versus Dustin at SummerSlam. No, why not? Were you going to let Cody have the night off at WrestleMania? Do it at WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> WWE SmackDown, the show featured the a Mania moment. Yeah, he does. He does. They they always wanted that match at Mania, and they never got it. So mm, let him get it. okay. The, 
SmackDown last night featured the Usos defeating Butch and Sheamus to retain the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles after the 1D. Later in the night, uh, it was announced Roman Reigns will return next week with Jay Uso informing Sammy to trim up his hair and beard. What did because, we say last week? We said it. He says because next week is going to be a big week. Uh, L.A. Knight called out Bray Wyatt for the attacks over the last <laughs> couple of weeks until Uncle Howdy sent the message for the suffering to continue. Uh, later, Knight looked for Wyatt until he got trapped in a dark room with the black phone masked Bray. Uh, we also <laughs> we also saw Bray Wyatt talking to someone outside of Kurt Angle's birthday party as well. That was weird. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, a lot of stuff with Bray Wyatt on the show, but we didn't get a follow-up for the, the, the Wyatt Mass uh showing up in the dark room with uh with yeah, with old yeah. boy to end the night. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Very interesting stuff there. Uh Ricochet <laughs> and New Day defeated Imperium in a super fun trios bout. You mm -hmm. also had Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox beat Shade Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. For some reason, I don't know why. Uh Kurt Angle's birthday party <laughs> featured featured a reuniting of son and father with Jason Jordan, uh, giving him a number one dad card. It ended with Alpha Academy interrupting the in-ring celebration only to be milked, <laughs> milked bath by Kurt Angle and Gable Stevenson to end the show. I seen this 20 years Can ago and it was sweaters? better. Yeah, that sweater is the Alpha dope. Academy. I was, this, I was like, they need to sell those sweaters. They need to sell that just like they got the chase you. You need those Alpha Academy sweaters. That is like marketing at its. That's great. That's great. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for so it. So here for all of it. Look at. Oh my look at god! It. It's all clear oh, stuff. Oh, oh man! Oh, oh, you see it? Oh, okay. Uh, am, I, am I like clear? I'm clear motion now. What? I mean, the the light is bright and it's. I can see the teeth all clear. Like this look is. At, look at God. Look at this. You, you see what I'm saying? But I I, I should I should have used this from the get go. See. But you know what, bro? Okay, look, I'm back now. Everything looks good. It looks smooth. <laughs> I, 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 Chrissy, I don't got the same. I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm not like this no more. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm definitely it, screenshotting that when I when I rewatch yes. this the show. <laughs> the, the, the complete changeover, man. But now like, on the uh on on the SmackDown side, like I, I like I, I like especially like going in the um. Especially heading into war games, it, it feels like they would just like die in time, like just to get through to the next, the next thing. But like, I, I feel like it's sort of, kind of starting to pick up, I guess. But like, they still have yeah. those. Like, I, I know uh, with the, the the milk bath segment, I know I don't, I don't know if a lot of people would be feeling that like that. Like, Dude, that was, that was just it wasn't like... even necessary. Yo, and then you had Kurt. I was like, what is Kurt doing? Like, Kurt could barely even move. Y'all got him doing. I'm like, oh my god. But like... you 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 want to know what? I I, I think the. Uh, I, I think that they, I think that somebody has realized that the way that they should bring in Gable Steves is not try to make him like this unstoppable. Like he needs to be like, uh, like you know, the big thing. I, I think that they realized that the way to go with him is to sort of treat him in a similar fashion to how Kurt was treated. Like he's gonna be like the um the, the serious Olympic guy, but at the same time they're trying to like display like this personality that he has. But the mm -hmm. thing is, mm -hmm. he ain't go. Kurt. No, he's not. He's not. He's he's very he's very talented and he could be funny, but like they they have made him into a complete joke, and they never went that far with Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. But, but he he's not. Uh, Gable Stevenson is not Kurt Angle. Like he he doesn't have the like the the, 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 the it. 
Yeah, he doesn't have that thing. Like even when they was on camera last night and they was like doing the thing with Braun Strowman, but he just seemed like very like an awkward dude. And he doesn't he kept looking directly at the camera. Like he was looking like dead at the camera, like doing like, the segments. And not looking like you're supposed to like just just look natural. Yeah. Look like you're at a party. Like yeah. engage with everyone else. Like hey, you're not even doing that. You just look at but he was looking was dead in the dead in the hard cam. I, I, I he was think just that, dead, like looking right at, like why? No. But I, 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 I think that. I think that also has something to do with nerves. But at the same time, I just like, I, like he. I, I think that they need to do some more stuff with him in the PC and like keep him on NXT for him and just let him. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I feel like them trying to figure it out. Put him yeah, with scripts. I don't know. Just, but figure oh, it oh, out. Oh no! Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was a joke, friend. That was a joke. That was a joke. Like, don't bring scripts back out. I'm just saying, like, we don't really need to see him, like, bro. Well, hold on, wait. So, real quick, quick on that, Chris. I'm so glad you said that. But they they built this thing. I, I'm thinking like scripts about to be like this, like, and, and I like Reggie, dog. But I'm like, bro, y'all bought y'all bought out, and, and like the, the costume ain't look all good, bro. It was like, nope. I was like, they, they did Reggie dirty, bro. But you know what? It is what it is at that point. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what they're doing with. Uh, Gable Gable Stevenson, uh yet just putting him with Kurt, trying to get him some rub. This man has uh doesn't have the a lick of charisma at this a point. Lick. Chad Gable is great, but uh Gable Stevenson, not so much. Hey. But it did hey. now the segment backstage with Sammy and Jay did uh does create a, a interesting scenario where it does feel like this the turn might happen then. Nah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have I have I have I have some still shots. I hear uh-uh. that the segment has already been taped. So I have skill shots. No. They said Sami Zayn will have uh you know a trimmed down beard and haircut. I have a picture of Sami Zayn next week. That's Sami Zayn. That's Sami Zayn. Baby, baby and Sammy then, coming back. And then I have a, a picture of the segment with the bloodline. Oh no, that's Joe Pesci. No! That's what I think is gonna happen. That's what I think is gonna happen. He is being set up. He is being set. He's gonna come into the room and he's gonna be like, where's everybody? And then get shot in the back of the fucking head in Chicago. (laughs) Devastating. So devastating. I cannot, I can't. I don't don't think they should do it just yet, bro. I don't think they should do it yet. It's, it's too it's, soon. It's, yeah, it's too, too soon. soon. You, 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 got a you, got a month, you got a month before the Rumble. You can Wait do, till you Elimination can, Chamber, dog. Wait you till can, Elimination no, Chamber. No, Elimination Chamber, they're doing Sammy versus Roman. So the turn has to happen either before the Rumble or right after the Rumble. Bro, the so Rumble they only like five weeks from now. Like it's six, a month. Six, six it's a month. Save the turn. But it's a month. It's four turn. weeks now. It's uh, it, 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 it is, but the, what's the one with January 28th? It's, it's yeah. September 10th right now. I mean, December 10th right yeah, now. Like five, <laughs> five weeks or so, five, six bro, weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I, I definitely get it. But I mean, I'm talking about, okay, so that distance from uh, from elimination, I, I, I think that they should save like that. Uh, Don't do it turn. on a SmackDown, though. Like, then, oh, bro, God. I, I, I think they should save it until after the Rumble, bro, because I, I feel like Sammy can help. Maybe solo no, support. I want this. Like, I want this. Like, I don't. I love. Man. I love the Goodfellas brood, reference. Goodfellas reference. Boys and girls, if you don't know what Goodfellas is, please go watch it. Um, watch but it yes, is. the Goodfellas re- reference. It's actually genius. I must say that to you, SP. I love these whole like videos that you have. Ju- I mean, these little pictures you put together. <laughs> I'm just like, don't do it yet. I'm like, this is gonna. 
this is such one of their best storylines, and I mean, like years. Like this is what keeps you entertained for like SmackDown. But this is what but they damn. do. They but, always, but, but, like, they know, always love breaking up these stables at their peak. And right now, the bloodline is this at is their peak. peak, and it yeah, sets up right. the 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 brutal beatdown. You could take Sammy off t- TV for a month, and then he returns in the Rumble, goes wild, comes out to his old music, hey, hey, bro. Out, takes out uh, Jay, takes out Jimmy. You could have a takeout uh, solo and then he, he, he and then we have a moment let's if, go if you that have one? if you have ko <laughs> in the rumble you can have a moment with them in the rumble i, I think that ko i think uh yeah they're gonna take out ko and then yeah ko ko is gonna be the one who steps up for sammy so it does it does a lot of different things it sets up that moment for ko to be the contender for roman it sets up sammy for a big return at the rumble so i'm here for it oh. Okay, so you know, okay, so at first, like <laughs> before before all that just happened, I was like, I don't know, but I think they should save it. But like the the way that y'all sort of set that up, and, and the, I saw Romeo comment, and I heard your comments as between you two, Chrissy. I was like, okay, you know, so I mean, it, it, it makes sense now. Like now that y'all sort of laid it out like that, because I mean, the, the assumption is that KO is going to wrestle Roman at uh, Rumble, right? That's the assumption. KO, yeah, KO at Rumble, and then Sammy's supposed to verse him at the oh. Elimination Chamber in Montreal. So, so so if so if they take Sammy out next week in Chicago, that'll leave Kevin Owens to come in and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go save my friend. Sammy's out. Sammy doesn't pop up at the Rumble when KO isn't able to get the job done. Then Sammy comes back with his old theme music, mm. and then he challenges Roman. Okay, fine, guys. Don't... Like, okay, that, that, and then that, you that, can that even you can have Sammy wipe through the whole bloodline, eliminate Solo, mm-hmm. Jimmy, and Jay, and then Roman mm-hmm. comes in and eliminates him, and that sets up the Elimination Chamber main event perfectly. Okay. Mm. But, but like uh so so but, but so the so the end goal like I I think I had saw a report about that. I think it was the end goal is Sammy and KO yeah, versus, versus the Usos, the Usos at WrestleMania. Okay. So I mean like that that, that <laughs> does make sense. So I, I mean I, I ain't gonna be mad at that. This is the long stuff this is the long t- term storytelling that we've been saying. Okay, fine, yeah. SP, you've got this one again. <laughs> Great. What I just I just lay everything out. Hey. I think they they have a a perfect scenario where they have the bloodline at their peak and they can blow it off next week. Let, let, let me let me yeah. ask y'all this though. As far as far as Roman goes, is is he drop is he indeed dropping these titles to Cody? Do y'all think it's gonna happen? Do well, that's the that's the last I mean, thing. Do you have a few minutes to discuss this, uh, Chrissy Love? Because I did. Yeah, we can discuss this, this real quick. Before. Yes. But, yes. All right. So yes. The, coming out of SmackDown, the bigger news is the Wrestling Observer newsletter reports that there have been discussions internally in WWE of having Roman Reigns wrestle on both nights of WrestleMania yeah. in April. The working idea in that case is that Reigns would face both Cody Rhodes and The Rock. Uh, he would face Cody on night one and The Rock on night two. However, it was no that nothing has been finalized yet and the best bet is that it won't happen and that Triple H is thinking against that idea. There have also been discussions of splitting up the world titles so Raw has a world champion after WrestleMania. As noted, plans won't be finalized for the Rumble until mid-January so it will be Rumble and WrestleMania news and I'm just going to lay this out there. I'm just going to say this. That boy Cody Hakeem about to get his moment. Cody Cody Devontae, Cody Devontae Rhodes will win the world title in WWE. Don't get me wrong. 
It just won't happen at WrestleMania if this plan does happen. I'm letting y'all know. I'm letting y'all know. I'm trying to save y'all from your own disappointment. <laughs> if Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes on night one and The Rock on night two, he will win both matches and walk out of WrestleMania with both titles because at WrestleMania, he's only at 900 and something days as world champion. If yep. you think for historical mm -hmm. references and mm -hmm. most mm -hmm. importantly for merchandise sales, mm -hmm. WWE is not gonna let their tribal chief, the greatest of all time, get to hit a thousand days yep. of world champion. Y'all are smoking something, or y'all yep. not paying attention to what this company does. They do this all the time. He's hitting a thousand days. So you literally, if you push for Cody to get a shot at WrestleMania, you're pushing for lose. Cody to lose. What the mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with y'all? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? He's hitting a you thousand days. He's not going to lose. You didn't even need me to stay for that because I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> All of that is all facts. Hey, hey, that is absolutely I, 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 true. I, I, I am not voting right against now. the tribal chief. I will not do that. I'm not. That, that's asinine to me. Like, you have to. If you build him up as this big monster machine, why would you not, guys, think that he he's at what? What? How many days he's at? What eight something now? Mm, he's Somewhere at like eight eight hundred thirty something. Yeah. He has to make the thousand. And if you if. That's what they did with Undertaker. Undertaker had 20, then they made it one. <laughs> but yeah, everybody, everybody thought the streak was gonna get to 20, and they were no, they had to do 21. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. They had to do the 20. We but all said, oh no, there's he'll never lose. And we were all wrong. You remember, we were all just like, what? Like, so you have to think about the aspect of that. They need you to get to a number where it's gonna be like, nah, for real. Then and, that's when you start thinking, okay, yes, now we can do it. And I also agree with this comment. Sami Zayn is the hot actor now. Cody, Cody. I'm, not, 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 I'm not, sorry. Not, I'm sorry. I'm letting y'all know. I'm letting y'all know. Cody Devontae yeah. Rose was the, the, the best pick to beat Roman back in yes. June. Yes. But yes. not now. Yes. Sami yes. Zayn, yeah. because one, and this is the point that I've been making, Chrissy Love, I know she's at this point sick of hearing me say this, but Cody should not be the one to beat Roman because yeah. it's about Cody winning the title. It's not yeah, about, not Roman about the Roman's reign. Yeah, like, it's not about his reign. It's about his Cody to, getting the belt. Yep. And that's that's not what it's about. Think yeah. Of the person who would gain the most from beating mm -hmm. Roman for the mm -hmm. championship. And mm -hmm. it's about them becoming a bigger star and yep. ending Roman's reign. That mm -hmm. should be the two points of it. Sami Zayn fits that mold more than anyone because so, he be, yep. he instantly becomes a star. He instant it's all about him ending Roman's reign, and it's mm -hmm. all about the payoff of the big story of the bloodline. Two, it's your uh, uh, two. I wouldn't even pick Paul Cody as two. Two, I would pick someone like Braun Breaker or Carmelo Hayes from NXT because that's how you call someone up is they immediately get called up and beat the biggest star in the company. You made a main eventer automatically. It's so many people I would put ahead of Cody. Because it's not about Cody beating Roman, it's about Cody winning the title. So it does not matter what champion Cody beats. But like I, I, I would say this, as far as Sammy goes, I, 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 I'm definitely of like the mindset that he could be one of the people to take the title off Roman. I think that's definitely a way that you can go. Like I've always thought that, like especially since they we got like to the thick of this bloodline story, that's always been one of the options that you could go along with Jay Uso. I feel like you can. 
slot either one of them within that like sort of top three people that you would want to somebody to take the title of Roman that would make sense and a big big mm -hmm. be a big payoff. Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. think I think the thing with Sammy is it, it really comes to down to how they present Sammy afterwards. Like if, if they if they could sort of turn this into a like a like a Kofi Mania light type of situation yeah. where like the like the fans like really get behind Sammy and they sort of push him towards that direction. They, 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 then they will have no option legitimately but to have Sammy in that spot. Like I think it's yeah. all gonna come yeah. down to sort of the fan the fan reaction to it. But see the, the the thing with Cody is like I think it's been a long time since we've seen somebody in WWE, especially under Vince McMahon's uh this last Rain. ten or so years. <laughs> when you when you when you've seen somebody that has come in from a different company or a different promotion and they have made their <laughs> intentions that they, they had made their intentions that clear off the get-go like his intention was off like right off the bat his next night after he debuted was or even when he came back was i'm coming for the world title it was like that it was it was it was that simple and that was it so like i think that it made it easy for a lot of people to sort of slack cody in that in that spot but like i think sp3 does have a fair point with the he's been gone for a minute and you don't exactly know if like those if that same momentum is gonna be there, but I think it also just remains to be seen. Like if Cody comes back and he gets a he gets that monster reaction, then you're gonna to have to consider it. If it but if you still got this thing going with Sammy and it just if it, it works like that and the people are able to get behind him like that, and you have that again, that's sort of Kofi Mania light type of situation, you gotta roll with Sammy. Like, yeah, that's why that's why I think the best scenario, if you're gonna put Sammy in the Royal Rumble, you have to get Roman to be the one that eliminates him because you don't want it to be Cody winning by eliminating Sammy. Oh no, because no, 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 then no. you have you'll have a Batista winning the Rumble in 2014 bro, type hey, scenario. Hey, bro, even when I saw people saying the Rock should win the Rumble, I was like, what like but the, the no, rock, I don't. The I'm, rock, I'm honestly okay with this. I said no, this last he, week. He I'm okay with that's how rumble, he doesn't need it. That's what I said the same. But but I, I made this point last week, Andrew. I'll make it to you. When was the last time they used? They only have used the Royal Rumble to elevate someone. The Men's Royal Rumble. Drew McIntyre. In the past ten years, it's only been Drew McIntyre. They use the Men's Royal Rumble to set up their WrestleMania match. That is just something that we just got to get used to. Just Bro, accept it. Bro, it's the rock, bro. He just showed like if he shows up and confronts Roman <laughs> at any point after World Rumble, bro. It that, people are Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar could have done that with Roman this year. Edge could have done that last year. He didn't have to win the Royal Rumble. He could have just challenged Roman Reigns for the championship. So he, so he, he doesn't John, need it. They don't John Cena don't against the rock. Bro, Randy Orton events Bray bro, Wyatt. It's the uh, rock, bro. It's like but we, I'm just we, we are talking about people. The, all these people. Bro, wait, Randy, you, it's Randy Orton, it's Brock. Bro, but the the star I'm talking about just the sheer like star power of what Dwayne Johnson slash The Rock adds to the WWE on screen product when he comes back. But I I just don't see like the point of you giving them the rumble. Like when you can just easily have this dude show up, you can give the rumble to somebody else and like easily have this dude show up and like whatever route you want to go in terms of this night one, night two thing in WrestleMania. Like I I think that the way to go is to have Roman versus Rock on night one. And then whoever you have on night two is the way to go. I think I, oh. me personally, I think that's I think that's the way to go. Like, and why and would I, you? I, no, why and, would and, and you no, hurt the sales of no, the tougher bro, night two sell, bro? And then I mean, especially True. if you know if True. you know yeah. that the individual is not going to win the title on night two, if you know that for sure, I think it'll just add more sort of um sort of mm to the second night because you will think that okay. Roman got the win on the rock, but he sort of quote unquote just came off a match. So maybe that the individual in the second night might win the title. I think that there's like a little bit of little bit I of think, something to that. I think that's all great ideas, but there are kind of like 
pie in the sky type ideas. That's not realistic. It's oh, realistic. It's, but no, bro. no, I'm, I'm, I'm laying out, I'm laying out the reality of the situation. The biggest match possible WWE could do is Roman Brock. So I yeah. think that it's preposterous to even think they would put that on night one. They're going to definitely put that on night two. And yeah. I think it's preposterous to think that WWE would risk injuring Roman Reigns by having him wrestle on night bro, one bro, or having him wrestle, wrestle close at any night. point from now until WrestleMania get hurt. That that's yes. This is true. You know, say so he he could wrestle at the Rumble. He's, hurt. he's he definitely he's definitely hurt. not gonna wrestle the night before he versus the Rock. His biggest match, the match well, he's been he, the match they they built this whole title reign for this match. Yeah, why yeah, would yeah, they yeah. why would they risk it oh, the night before? Oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm okay, letting okay, you. I'm gonna let you know. Wait, real quick, real quick, though. No, ask, ask me. Tell me this though, right? Okay, so if that's the case, if that if that's sort of the mindset. I I, I know you. I know you're not saying. I'm, I know you're just saying it like in a hypothetical sense. But like I'm saying, like if 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 that's the if that's the mindset that they have, who's to say that Roman won't wrestle on night one and get hurt, and then what happens to the Rock match? Then what? Then what you do? He wrestles on night. I'm I'm letting y'all know. This why that's why I said I was gonna say I'm letting y'all know. Roman's not wrestling both nights. Night one WrestleMania, the main event will be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus insert whoever the fuck is facing. And and night two, night two will be Roman and Rock. It's Cody is a pie in the sky, and it's all the Cody. (laughs) It's literally all the Cody fans that are just trying to push this into fruition at this point. Yeah, it's an agenda. agenda. Like, yeah. I think it's very obvious to me that this is all the Cody fans just pushing their agenda because there's no indication that this is realistically going to happen. Oh but, my goodness, Stand up for the Cody first. <laughs> we, held, we held on to Chrissy long enough. Thank you so much, Chrissy. I know you got to run. Shout Please let Chrissy. the people know where they can follow you on social media and when you'll be back on with us. Um, you can follow me. Uh, you can find me every Saturday, True Hill Heat, our flagship show, 11.05 a.m. Uh, Serving Face and Hill will be back next Sunday because you guys are doing the round table for our shows that are happening tonight. Um, we're doing watch alongs tonight. I'm guessing. Sure. Right. Yes. Maybe so. Okay. Yes. So they're doing watch along. I'll try my best to be a part of that. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on IG, Facebook, and on Twitter. It's Chrissy Love underscore one or True Hill Chrissy Love, which is on Twitter. And just my name, which is Crystal Lynch. Bye guys. Heart you. Bye. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Chrissy. We'll see you next week. Later, Chrissy. Uh, got a couple of comments to feature here. Uh, she's uh, we got Bell who says, Is everybody forgetting they had Stone Cold Steve Austin headlining night one versus yeah. uh, versus Kevin Owen this year? And you forgot the part because you put everything in capital letters, but you forgot the part that they did not advertise that Stone Cold would be yeah, wrestling yeah, yeah, on night one. They said it was a confrontation. Yes, they said it was the KO show with Stone yeah. Cold Steve Austin. So, yeah. so like if they had but, if, if they had if they had booked it and said that Austin was wrestling, that would be against WWE things because Austin wrestling is bigger than Roman versus Brock. But in actuality, Austin in a talk show segment is not as big as Roman versus Brock for hey, both world titles. No, but but I, I will say just on that note, I do think that that is a. Uh, sort of a, a fair point that they have sort of conditioned like not not, not sort of conditioned because i mean what, how long, how long they've been doing the night two night one what, this is this, this is a second it's only going to be the second year right this is the, the third year fourth, third year fourth year four, four, 36 37 38 yeah, you're right you're right, you're right you're right yeah so like i mean i i i think that what uh what bill said this is a fair point and um what, what austin I, I think the thing was with that i think that 
that was more so of a um so, sort of a, a, a tactic to sort of not have this big expectation on what Steve Austin could deliver. I think it was to just alleviate the pressure, which I think was smart, honestly, like to not have like come out at the gate and be like, Austin's going to be wrestling. And then you think this dude going to put on some type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think yeah. it just alleviated every, like a little bit of pressure off of him. And then he could just go out there and just whatever happened, happened. And I think that actually worked in his favor because the match was like really good. You know what I'm saying? What him and KO did. But, but like in, in, ter in terms of like what they like, I mean, for for, for SP3, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know this, like, just as much as I do, like, in terms of, like, the reporting and stuff. None of this stuff is confirmed in terms oh, no. of, like, what, in terms, in terms of, like, what they're going to be doing. I mean, like, we genuinely don't know. I don't think anybody knows. And, like, I don't think, like anything can happen from now. It's, it's what until, we call reckless speculation. Reckless speculation. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's exactly what we're doing. But, like, but the, the conversation is interesting in terms of like what they can do, and and I I one hundred percent I would never go against like the the the, the note that Roman and Rock that is one hundred percent the bigger match that you can go with like out of anything like probably on that uh in terms of the matches that we discussed like as far as like yeah. a Roman Sammy Roman Cody Roman Jade like the Rock that's the that that yeah. that's the marquee right there. Well, in, in terms of rock, in terms of rock winning, the, oh, you go ahead. Highlight the the comments we three. Yeah, bad. I was gonna just say, uh, Bell says the pay reviews are now happening on Saturday. They are conditioning people into thinking the first night is the bigger night. No, they're not. No, they're not. That is false. That's once again. <laughs> I'm gonna call out mis misinformation in the chat. Thirty six. The biggest match that they pushed was Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. What night was that on? The second night. Thirty seven. The biggest match that they pushed. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Brian Danielson. What night was that on? The second night. Biggest match they pushed this year, 38. Roman versus Brock for world, both world titles. What night was that on? The second night. They are conditioning people to understand that pay-per-views can happen on Saturday, but they have not. In the three years that they have done two nights of WrestleMania, each year they have put the biggest match they pushed on night two. But I, I, I think mostly what, like, what Bill is trying to say is that sometimes uh, the night one can feel like the bigger night. No, what you could say is that the, uh, the all these all these previous WrestleManias, the first night is the better show. Yeah. But that's it's what, not no, the that, bigger that, show. I mean. it, it, but it, no, no, no. It, it but that's what I'm like saying. The, yeah. That's what I'm pointing out. The misinformation is she's saying it's the bigger. No, it's not. The better event is the first yeah. night, usually. Mostly, but the yeah. bigger event is always the second night. If they put the biggest match on that show, that's the bigger event. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. But like going back to the 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 WrestleMania 30, 39 match is like what could take place. Roman Roman versus uh Rock, that's hands down the, the way that you should go, whether that's night one or night two. I mean, like I I think just like just going off of like, you know, looking back at sort of the history of like these two night main events at WrestleMania, you would think like oh like to what you say SP3 that Roman Rock is is night night two. But like I also think that there is something to if if like again this record speculation again if there is something to uh a, a roman defending the title against someone else whether it be a who, whoever you want to throw out there I, th I think that there is like a little bit of there could be a little bit of interest in you know the idea that roman just beat this individual in the rock at wrestlemania on night one and then moving on to night two with the idea that he is not sort of 100 after going back to back and then you know they're sort of having the little um to it that he could lose type of thing but I mean, at the same time, again, just a repeat, bro. I don't think really anybody, like anybody, really knows what's gonna happen. Like he, may, he may just wrestle on the night two, and that may just be it. Like he might not do night I, one, and I, we might have somebody else up. You that's know what, what I'm saying? what like, I he, think. That's he, at this might, point, that's what I think because it's like 
nothing we've seen from Roman this year indicates he would wrestle yeah. two nights in a row. This is the yeah. part-time tribal chief part-time we are talking about. <laughs> he is not wrestling back-to-back nights on and the night before the biggest match of his career. Not the biggest yeah. match of this year, the biggest match of his career. And and also this uh, this is gaining a lot of steam as of late. Like Caden said, Stone Cold versus Cena. That's your that's your night one main event. If you're doing Austin versus Cena, why would you not put that in the main event spot? But, because but, people but, will leave after Austin. People will leave. But, but, will leave. but, but, but the, the thing about Austin versus Cena is like I'm I'm trying to figure out like how do you not not how do you build it? It's it's not it's not the, it's the actual match because like it's. I mean, do, do, do you go in like a no holds bar type of situation? Yeah, you got to that, that, do, you gotta do that, that with all of yeah, Austin's you, matches now. Like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, especially with, and, and, and I would be real with you, but it's, it's more so Cena than anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm not concerned. About, like, I'm not concerned about Steve. I'm, I'm not. But, like, it's it's, it's more so, the, the I, I feel like I need to see, like, that no holds bar type of, like, similar to what we got this year with KO. It needs to be that. Like, they need to be all over the, all over the place, like don't keep it strictly in the ring. Can you imagine seeing an Austin trying to go out there and just have a regular singles match, bro? That's dude, shit. That's why Terrible. I'm all, I'm only picking people that can do walk in brawl. That's what Austin yeah. is good is gonna do now. He's gonna do the walk in brawl that he did with KO. So Bray Wyatt, John Cena, those are the guys I would put him in there with because do, they do, can do that walk in brawl style. Do, do do people not think uh Cena versus Theory is gonna happen? Do they not think that that could possible, especially with this repackaging theory? I mean, if they didn't do what they did with theory this year, I'd be totally yeah. down with it. But they they have ruined me even thinking theory could beat John Cena even a little mm. bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that too. But I, mean, I, I, I was just saying that just based off like the repackage that they've done over the last several weeks, like I think that that could be an option. As far as Steve Austin goes, like for for for, but I think that's probably gonna be one of the more interesting things that like who you put him in there with at this point like i mean seeing this definitely an option because i mean like when you're thinking about it like when's the next time you'll be able to do this bro like when's, when's the next yeah, genuine yeah, time that- you will be able to get uh cena versus steve yeah you were that's that's my only thing with like the cena austin matchup why it's so tantalizing to do is that this will never you'll never have another opportunity to do it like and wwe has missed on so yeah, they, many they of those like like boat, like Triple H, it can tell you about all the ones because Sting and Taker was one of them. People did not want to see Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania 31, but you know, uh, Triple H had to get it in. You know, you had to get it and, uh, and beat him. <laughs> let's talk about the rest of the news coming out of SmackDown. Talk hey, more hey, about hey, yeah. hey, real, real quick though, as we do on the on the Cody note, like the thing the thing with like the only reason I, I would say Cody is because. Like when, when I'm thinking about like what what could you possibly do with him that's going to be like sort of worth while or something that we haven't seen like cause the the automatic assumption is like or, or one of the assumptions could be he could go back and work with Seth but but we like we've seen that what three times already though like it's I like know, and, I don't and, I don't want to see you don't want to see it right it's like you don't want to see and and then they I, I think but I'm I'm gonna be real with you as we do and and I, and I and I want you to sort of chime in on this to see how you feel. But after that match, they had a hell in a cell with the with the torn pack. I don't think they can top that. I, no. I I just I just don't think that they can they can do better than that. And, and that's no slight on Roman. That's no slight on Cody or Seth. I just think that that was such a that was such a highlight for within WWE that I just don't think that you could honestly top that at all. So like I'm I'm trying to figure out like what could you do 
that could be bigger than something that would be worthwhile for this dude to come back and like maybe maybe not wrestlemania is the way to go maybe later down the line like maybe because I, I when you when you said the a thousand days thing i was like well i mean yeah that kind of you know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that does make sense so maybe like a SummerSlam 2023. That's what that yeah. That's what okay. I think. Yeah, that, I think Cody can be the guy. Is just not going to happen before Roman, Roman hits, hits a thousand days. a thousand okay. days. Now that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, you do have a new report about Cody. Uh, Cody Devonte Rose. He's expected status for <laughs> WrestleMania. Fightful Select reported that Rose uh, is fully expected to be back in time for WrestleMania. To the point that a commercial was shot on Thursday in LA promoting the pay per view and featuring him him or someone dressed like just like him uh the site reports that the commercial featured rose locking up with the miz on a los angeles bridge to promote the pay-per-view maurice was supposed to be in attendance for the commercial though whether it was film uh, it was for filming an ad or not isn't clear of course cordy tore his uh, pectoral muscle uh before hell in a cell beating seth rollins in the hell in a cell match he then underwent surgery and has been working towards his return and fightful select reports that road status for wrestlemania was never really in doubt and i just i came up with the best idea I, well not me i saw this online so i will give credit to social media but cody rhodes wins money in the bank at wrestlemania since they're Ooh. since the word was that they're moving money in the bank back to wrestlemania the men's money in the bank is won by cody at wrestlemania Simple I mean, solution. You, that 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 would be a nice a nice thing that they do. Like uh, whoever, whoever came up with that idea, like for that's that's the like moving money in the bank back. Because like I don't I don't, I I think a lot I think a lot of people sort of tired of like the gimmick pay per views. Like you know what I'm saying like that like the TLCs and the 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 hell in the cell. Like that's that 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 whole thing tired. But that the money in the bank being back at WrestleMania, and I think that'll be an easy way to get more people on the card without having to you know. Just throwing them like random anything, so like doing the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, that, it, it's more interesting, bro. And 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 then and then specifically what you were saying as we think about the incorporation of NXT talent, throw a couple of NXT guys in that uh that ladder match, you know what I'm saying? Just the yeah, just the, what, what what better way could you do to introduce somebody than to be like, hey, we gonna WrestleMania and the Money in the Bank ladder match, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a nice little. A nice little thing. You, hey, you can see guys it, like Grayson Waller, Grayson or JD Waller. McDonough, and, or Carmelo and, Hayes. And, 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 and real quick, real quick, you, you, you like Grayson Waller? Oh, I love Grayson Waller. I, I do too. I, he's, I, I just found the only. I, I do. He's too. a great heel. He's just he, a great heel. He grew yeah. on me. He grew on me like a mole, a mole on your ass. <laughs> like he grew on me after a while. Like I, I like Grayson Waller. Uh, we got more news in involving uh, Roman Reigns. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter has updates on Reigns and Drew McIntyre, who were both injured in the War Games matchup at Survivor Series. Both wrestlers suffered ruptured eardrums at the show, and it's believed, but it's believed to be a minor issue, and they'll be back soon. Of course, Reigns is advertised to return on next Friday's SmackDown. McIntyre was hurt at the pay-per-view, but continued to work the next night at a live event in Portland. He didn't know he was hurt until he was examined backstage and was then medically disqualified on Monday. He was originally scheduled to team with Sheamus on 
on SmackDown against the Usos, but was replaced with Butch. And then our final news note coming out of SmackDown this week, Andrew, is Variety reports that John Cena is scheduled to appear on the December 30th edition of SmackDown, the final episode of 2022 in Tampa, Florida. More announcements will be made for the episode in the next few weeks. Uh, this will mark his second appearance for WWE this year after an episode of Raw celebrating his 20th anniversary. He hasn't wrestled for the company since SummerSlam 2021. So do you think, what do you think John Cena will appear on this show to do? My guess is I mean, that, that's the be, yeah, he's going to yeah, be in the Rumble. He's going to be in the Rumble. Imagine Cena coming in the Rumble, eliminating everybody, and the pop in San Antonio, Texas. When the rock comes out. The glass, the glass, <laughs> no, the glass shatters. The glass shatters. And he and Stone Cold comes out and confronts him. But you, 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 you want to know what? I, I think what Austin, I think they're going to they gonna probably try to switch up from what they did last year. Because I think a lot of people, I get Kevin Owens a lot of credit. I'm going to get back to Cena. But Kevin Owens essentially carried that entire thing. Because Austin wasn't on TV. He carried that. And, and I mean, you do because he, he did carry it, but like Steve Austin, Steve Austin, bro. You know what I'm saying? Well, we like, got We got to get a proper build up to yeah, this that, matchup yeah, this year. Exactly. Like this I, 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 I want to see them switch it up and like do something different, like have more TV a couple weeks here and then. You know what I'm saying? Cause Austin's going to add a lot, especially if. if but if, honestly, if, honestly, all you have to do is have Austin and Cena have a conversation in the Royal Rumble. And then all you got to do is book Cena a couple of times before WrestleMania. That's the build. You All you need is them having a face-to-face in the Rumble. They can eliminate each other, and that could be the buildup, in my opinion. That that, that 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 could be an option they go, but like I, I definitely think that uh, in terms of like Cena, he's he's probably more than likely gonna come back and be like, you know, I'm in, I'm declaring for the Royal Rumble, and you know, like and I mean, I mean, all, if, if they if they really are going to do Austin versus Cena at WrestleMania, like I mean, the, the easiest way that I think to do that is like you said, the Royal Rumble. That you know, but I, like, but when you when you think about like this Royal Rumble, bro, like have you noticed like a lot of people have been getting like injured lately? I mean, not not saying that the injuries are legit, but like it. It, 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 it sort of seems like the way that they're booking it is like trying to keep people give give people a reason for these people to be off TV. So like yeah. when they come back for the rump, like Riddle and you know people like Elias and and Shotzi, like I, I think that we're gonna see a lot of people get injured so they can you know keep them off TV and they come back for the big Rumble pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or reaction. You know what I'm saying? I, I think it's gonna be something like that. She, honestly, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nikki James probably in the Royal Rumble again. Like she uh she got that match against Jordan Grace. Hard to kill. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan was the one to uh well, you, in the you, last rodeo type thing. Well, you know, if, if they get that call, Mickey gonna win at Hard to Kill because Impact uh, gonna be like, uh, we uh, want our uh, title uh, back uh, on WWE uh, television. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you're not ending your career. We just made a deal with WWE. (laughs) No, that's that's funny as hell, bro. But but for for real, I I can see something like that happening. Um, and be honest with you, like like let's say uh, let's say just for back to this record speculation, let's say uh, Sasha Banks isn't the one to pop up at the uh, the Forum Show in LA. Who's to say she won't pop up in the Royal Rumble in the, on later that month on the twenty? Was it twenty eighth, January twenty eighth? Yeah, like that, January twenty eighth. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Maybe Trinity comes back. You know what I'm saying? You just, you, you just. I don't. I, 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 I think that especially at this point, this is probably gonna be one of the more interesting builds to WrestleMania and the run because you got so many of these rumored big stars. Like you know what I'm saying? You got these free agents and stuff like that. So like you got people saying Cardona and Chelsea. I mean, well, yeah, Car- Cardona might be. Yeah. Like, I, I, 
I, I don't, I don't, I'm not like a, a big Matt Cardona guy, but I can definitely respect that he has left WWE and sort of turned himself into a, that a, 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 a marquee talent on the, on the independent scene in terms of like just, you know, just, just reinvent himself. You know, so I can respect, I've never been like a big guy, Matt Cardona, but I can definitely respect the sort of the, the, the change of his overall persona and stuff. So, I mean, they, they people saying he's going to come back. Um, what's that? Kate Caden said, uh, Rock and Roll yeah, show open night one. Super chat donation saying Rock and Roman should open night one. Book it, Papa Trips. Yeah, someone someone actually seriously suggested that on social media. Oh, he said Kaden, open Kaden, night one. Kaden is oh. using it as a joke, but there was legitimately okay, okay. someone on social media. He sent me the tweet. Someone on social media tried to make the oh, argument nah, nah, nah. that the best move is to have your biggest match open the first night of WrestleMania. No, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that, that, that's not gonna happen. Hey, hey, no, nah, hey, SP3, what you think? Um, the, I, as far as like I was, I was talking about like the women's matches, bro, that should that should take place at, at WrestleMania. Like I was thinking about that, but I, I think I, I think Bianca and Charlotte. I think that's the. I think that's I, think, the match. I think it should be Bianca and Rhea. I think Rhea should win the Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, and she that, faces Bianca. But it, 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 it does seem like they had. But I think everybody can see a clip. But Triple H, he loves Rhea Ripley, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, he does. He, he, he loves does. Rhea Ripley. He loves him some Rhea Ripley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but but you, I also think that he loves Bianca Belair at the same time. I, I, oh, I, he I, loves yeah, he, Bianca he loves, is black female John Cena. The yeah, way she's right, been booked right, against right, against she, damage she, control. She's definitely the the, the new the new uh, John Cena in the women's division, hands down. Hey, but hey, but real talk on Bianca, real quick. Bro, I, I, it's it's so cool like seeing like uh, uh seeing a black woman like being positioned in this way like she's yeah. like, bro, she she is like like I, I don't know the, like the the scene of, like jokes that people but she she's like genuinely being presented as like this like unstoppable like you can't you can't beat her it don't matter who who's who's around her who's you no know say who's going against her like and but the only the only thing with Rhea is. I, I don't know, but I, I just I just feel like Triple H like Rhea Ripley just a little bit more than Bianca Belair. Like I, 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 don't, I don't know. I why. mean, she this is WWE. She is uh, white and blonde. I'm yeah. just saying. And, uh, with, with, <laughs> I, 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 especially, bro, with the that, that on top of the like the sort of the the, the 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 punk rock thing. I think that's more in line with Triple H. You know, him always having Poppy on these damn NXT shows all the time, like they used to do. Yeah. she used to be on every damn show, with it, yeah. every every big show. Plus, I think Bianca and Rhea is the way to go because that's the real like stamp that those are two Triple H girls. Yeah, they, 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 NXT, both, both of them. Yeah. PC graduates against each other. That's a real statement type of matchup to have for at him. WrestleMania for his regime. Just doing yeah. Charlotte versus Bianca. That's that something like uh, I, I would I would honestly if that's but, but, the match but, but, at WrestleMania, Charlotte did the, the same thing. Not really, not really, but, and not really. At this point, she has more of the oh, sense oh, yeah, okay, of Vince. Okay. At okay. The, Vince, yeah, yeah. That, she I mean, is, I mean, she is no, originally. But, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I know what you. I know what you meant. But at this point, she's more viewed as a Vince girl than than a Triple H girl. But it just feels like Charlotte and Bianca is something that I think Vince would have booked himself. So, like, if you really want to make a statement of something that only Triple H would book and not Vince, I think Rhea and Bianca would be the way to go. Yeah, but I'm 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 curious to see like if they do that if they wait to like I I don't think they're gonna do it at Elimination Chamber. I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen at the I, don't, I mean it, it could happen at the Rumble. I can see that possibly happening. But like I I feel like with especially because Charlotte's been on TV for so long, I feel like either she comes back and wins the Rumble or she comes back after the Rumble and she tries to set up something with Bianca. So I could I could I can see that. 
I think it's definitely gonna be either Charlotte or Charlotte or Rhea. Yes, yeah. it's definitely. Hey, yeah. what you think? What you think on the SmackDown side though? With oh, it's Ronda. It's Ronda and Becky. Ronda Becky. It's Ronda yeah. and Becky. It's a one year late, but it's Ronda and Becky. Um, on over on. Uh, we should also know coming out of SmackDown that the Usos are the now that uh. Basically ranked and top the PWI Tag Team 100 this week, finishing out at in the number one spot, uh, just over FTR in the in the ranking for this year's PWI Tag Team 100. Some really good teams on this list, of course. The Usos were a part of the top storyline in professional wrestling with the Bloodline. They had great matches with the Street Profits, the New Day, among others. FTR finished at number two you had the briscoes at number three for the first time a trio was in the top 10 with death triangle finishing number four mm. number five was hazuke and kojima kajama from stardom number six was uh, rk bro number seven was the good brothers number eight the young bucks number nine the hex allison k and marty bell and number 10 was violence is forever so congratulations to all those who made it in the top 10 and most especially to the Usos for finishing out number one. And this is a rare case where I feel like PWI got it right. PWI focuses more on kayfabe yes, and accomplishments. Yeah, it's kayfabe yeah. and accomplishments over anything. So the uh, FTR, in my opinion, had better matches than the Usos this year, but the Usos were a part of the top storyline in WWE, so it makes sense. They won out. Yeah, I don't really like, got anything else to add. Like, I mean, that, that, that that's that's like it. I mean, it's a, but it's... It's a it's a story. I mean, kayfabe list, bro. Like it's you know what I'm saying. Like I I I, I, I never got like the big like uproar about it, and and that that's, I'm not saying it's not important. I'm talking about like just I, I just don't get like why people get so upset, I, bro. It's yeah. a, it's a kayfabe list. And, and once bro. once again, I have to correct the uh, the misinformation. The evaluation ended in September, not June. So FTR's second match with the Briscoes as well. No, not the Aussie Open match would not be included in the evaluation, but definitely the second Briscoes match is a part of the evaluation. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it ends September. It goes from October to September. Um, but good stuff all around. I, I agree with it. Usos have had a great year, so they deserve that honor. But let's talk about this week's Monday Night Raw very fast here. The show featured the Usos once again defeating Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens in a really good opener to retain the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. You had post-match KO chased off Jay, Jimmy, and Sammy with a steel chair, while Solo Sokoa viciously attacked Riddle with the Samoan spike and the running hip attack with the steel chair to have him stretch out of the building. Dolph Ziggler returned to cause a DQ in the Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali US title match. Bailey defeated Asuka and Rhea Ripley in a rock-solid triple threat, while Alexa Bliss beat Nikki Cross and Becky Lynch to set up Bliss versus ba Bailey next week in a number one contenders matchup. So, some pretty good stuff on this week's Raw. Not the most, like, noteworthy episode of Raw this week, uh, but some news coming out of it. PWN 
Insider reports that the WWE Performance Center held tryouts this week, and some very interesting names were a part of the tryouts, Andrew. First name that was confirmed to be in attendance was former MLW star and Warrior Wrestling champion Casey Navarra, who reportedly had major interest from the company recently. The other is former NWA and AEW woman star Kylie Ray. Kylie mm -hmm. first signed with AEW back in 2019, but was let go from the company after only a few months due to uh, mental health issues. It's also since been reported by DW Insider that former ROH stars Vincent and Dutch of the Righteous, who were spotted in the crowd during the December 6th edition of NXT, yeah. are at this week's tryouts as well. So what do you think about all these kind of prominent names outside of WWE showing up at the tryout? And who do you think has the best chance of success in WWE? I mean, but to be honest, I, I'd probably say I'd probably say Callie Ray, to be honest with you. But I, but I'm, I'm more interested in that because, like, you know, she's you know seeing that like she has her valid reasons in terms of like you know mental health and stuff like that. But so I'm 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 so I'm interested in how she'll sort of pan out there, like being under contract and stuff. Like I, yeah. I just don't, you know, what I'm saying like, it's, it's it's been two times already, you know, with AEW and with Impact. So you would think that she doesn't want to be under an exclusive deal. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, it, I I just don't see how that's gonna work out. Or maybe they can work some out. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you you just you just don't know, bro. Like maybe maybe it will work out. Maybe it'll be different this time. Maybe it'll be the exact same. I think it just remains to be seen. In terms of Casey Navarro, I did see some of the stuff that he did in MLW. I haven't really seen much of his like independent where I think he did some stuff in Warrior Wrestling, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, he, he's a Warrior real, Wrestling real, champion. Real, yeah, real, real talented dude, bro. So I'm I'm interested to see what he what he could do if you know if they do end up signing him. Uh, I definitely think he gonna be on NXT. You know what I'm saying? That he probably gonna introduce some new character. Uh, with Vincent and Dutch, I, I saw Kaden just had a uh, Kaden Seas just had a comment. He said Vincent and Dutch will work across. That that wouldn't actually be too bad. I wouldn't be that mad wouldn't. at that. If you want, you want to know what's crazy though, but you want to know who 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 uh, Dutch is real cool with Bill Carr, like his guy, who? Roman Reigns. That's his guy, bro. I'm talking about like they, wow. they like they're like really like um. So back when they were in FCW, um, he's Roman used to stay at Bill Carr's um crib because like Roman didn't have like cable and stuff. So like they used to they used to have to write these reports on like Raw and SmackDown, and like he would always come over and kick it and. They would chill out and hang out, and they was like best friends. They'd look out for each other and stuff like that. And he was like, uh, Roman used to always talk about how he thought he was going to get cut from WWE. And Bill Carr was like, bro, if, if anybody didn't get cut, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not, like, he was like, come on, man. Like, let, let's be, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's, but he was like, because Roman had a kid at the time, and he ain't had that much money. And he was like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He was real down on himself. So he was like, they, they, they was tight back. And he said they still... You know what I'm saying? They still in communication and stuff. I, I, you know, that I think that'd be like a cool thing that you could possibly touch on on TV, like to have another, um, not enforcer of the bloodline. Like, I don't think he needs to be in that group, but more so as somebody on the outside who could be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, you can do something, something like if they, I know the rumor was they were putting Vincent and Dutch possibly with like Wyatt and right, Wyatt Six. Right. You could do like, you could, you could redo like the Wyatt family shield six man's this time with the bloodline and the Wyatt six and do Vincent Dutch and Bray versus Roman uh, and the Usos. And you could address the history between history. Dutch and Roman in that way. But you, you want to know what though, with Kate Kane just put that out of DMI. And I, I, I think that that might be the best. 
way to go. Like Vincent and Dutch would cross like that. That that's not too bad, bro. Especially with Scarlett. I, I, I don't. It's, I don't know. It's, it's because halfway though, decent, bro. The whole thing with Cross is that he just has Scarlett. I don't know how he yeah, would do as the leader of true. his own faction outside of being the White Rabbit in Lucha Underground. I no I don't I don't really see him in that position. <laughs> I forgot about that. Bro. Uh, <laughs> The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Elimination Chamber coming up in February in Montreal on uh, the 18th is just about sold out instantly. Bro, it's about to, hey, ASP3, it's about to be jumping in there, bro. Yo, they it's are there. They're going to be living for Sammy. <laughs> They're going to be living off every near fall Sammy gets on Roman. <sighs> This is oh gonna be good. It's gonna be a really good show. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to NXT. They did five hundred thirty-four thousand fans this week. The show featured the final build for NXT Deadline with Axiom beating Von Wagner and Tonight. and yes, and Andre Chase in a fun triple threat match to advance to the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge. While Indy Hartwell defeated uh, Wendy Chu and Fallon Henley to advance to the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, and we also got what I believe is the first time we got a finishing trip between a champion and a challenger as NXT champion Braun Breaker went fishing with his deadline challenger, Apollo Crews. Yes, that's all that happened on NXT. Uh, WrestleVotes reported that NXT will be going back on the road for premium live events starting with NXT Vengeance Day in February. That's official. Yeah. yeah, PW Insider has had an update uh, saying that it will be a February 6th uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina at the Spectrum Center. WWE held their last NXT Vengeance Day in February this year. The card was broadcast on Sci-Fi due to the 2022 Winter Olympics, and WWE officially announced the event on Thursday. Uh, and I would think that the winners of uh, tonight's Iron Survivor get their shots at that show. What do you think? Oh. Of course, like that. I think that's the way to go. Especially y'all gonna be back on the road. You gonna want to load this. You gonna want to load this thing up, bro. Like, yeah. and, and the, the, but the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, bro. That's that's not small. Like, I I, I was in Charlotte uh, over the summer, and I went there last year too. And I went to a, a Charlotte Hornets game. Uh, I think it was earlier this year or, or late last year around that time. But like the Spectrum Center, that's like good fifteen, maybe sixteen, some thousand people. I, I think the Spectrum Center holds. So, All right. like, I, 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 just the. I'm just, I'm gonna just recheck that real quick, but like, uh, but but I, 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 I'm thinking that they probably going, they probably gonna end up like cutting some seats off, you know, because of the entrance and stuff like that, and try to, yeah, shrink it. Down. Yeah, it, the, the Spectrum Center it holds 19,000 people, so like, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see what they could do, like, but if they are gonna um do that, like, and they, they, it's probably gonna be cut down to maybe like. Sixteen thousand, or you know, some around that range. That's a tough 000. sell, though. That's yeah, a big. Bro, that's a big that's arena a big for arena, NXT bro. on a <laughs> on a weekend that doesn't feature another WWE show. Like bro, that's dude, that seems strange for WWE to do that. Honestly, bro. When, when I'm looking at the car, like I'm definitely putting those tires on New Day. Like I'm uh, I mean, we're go, we're we're gonna do the predictions uh, okay, right cool, after cool, this. Cool. Uh, okay, PW. Cool. Insider reported that WWE is set to tape three episodes of NXT next week with two tapings uh, set for next Wednesday. NXT will be live on Tuesday, December 13th. And then on December 14th, they will tape the December 20th and 27th episode and live episodes will resume on January 6th. Uh, we move on to GCW Wasted Time. They had two shows over the last weekend. Nick Gage defeated Cole Radrick in the main event of Wasted Time to retain the GCW World Championship. 
Afterwards, Tony Deppin challenged him for the championship. Deppin uh, beat Jordan Oliver in an over 40, at the over 30 minute battle between those two men. And Los Masitos defeated Tuco Sopio and Sandman, as well as the second gear crew, to retain the GCW World Tag Team titles. And then the following day, they had a GCW one afternoon only. Tony Deppin beat Billy Starks in the main event to build Deppin up for his upcoming GCW World Title match. And then Nick Gage, the king, attacked him after the matchup uh furthering their feud between one another and then impact on access tv had one of the greatest matches in impact wrestling history the show featured josh alexander defeating speedball mike bailey in a near 60 minute instant classic to retain the impact world championship go out of your way to watch this matchup it's available on impact's youtube channel it's one of the most must watch impact matches i would say in the decade this is it was that good but this was a really really good match and a great showcase further showcase of josh alexander that they've done this year like i think they've done a but for real for real i think they've done a really great job of presenting josh as like a like a thorough bread type champion like he just going out there putting on like especially that match that he had after that match he had with ishii but he had a car accident like the day before like yeah like and, and it was it was a really good match too and like i think josh just had a lot of a lot of good matches this year and i also think that because of like sort of people's um uh like lack of access to, to impact wrestling tv that it can sort of hinder him in those conversations when people start talking about some of the best talents of the year i, I think i think with mike bailey I, th- I think his matches have been a little bit more accessible because he's been doing a lot of stuff on the independent scene. You can you know, easily check that stuff out on IWTV or, you know, check it out on Fight and stuff like that. But Mike Bailey, he definitely in a conversation you're talking about having uh, having one of the best years of 2022, um, yeah. whether it be male or female. And I, Honestly, I, 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 I'll give it like a little spoiler. Josh Alexander made my top five for the year. Like, I had speed for yeah, most of the, the year. Bang, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, like, Josh, Josh has just been, he's kind of like, etched his name even more into that conversation these last few months. Like he had the banger with Eddie Edwards on at uh, bound for glory. Then he had a banger with Bobby fish on television for the impact world title. Another did, did, banger did with wrestle, Frankie uh, Kazarian. And now he, did, and now he, he wrestled got two at the Ric Flair 70 banner. I mean, Ric yeah. Flair, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, last night, last match card. Yeah. So like, but, but I, I think that Josh, he, he is a, really great world champion bro and like, i i think that he like I, I i remember when he was um when he first put away from me the page i think the thing that people was most concerned about was like him being on the mic but i, I think josh is like shut all that down like he can talk bro he can talk okay. you know what i'm saying like he can talk and, and i i think that he's done like again i think he's done a really great job so i'm I, i'm very interested to see what they do with him in 2023 i'm i'm really not into the whole like i I don't want to see. I'm not trying to see him wrestle Billy Ray, but like, bro, let me tell you something. Bro. If Josh, that angle Ray was match, amazing, though. Yeah, yeah, that well, angle at, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. at Overdrive yeah, that, was amazing, though. We, 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 yeah, we didn't look like he was going to attack his wife. Okay, that was good. But, uh, but let me say this: if Josh can pull a good match out of Billy Ray at Hard to Kill, he's already won 2023 all, Wrestler all, of the Year. <laughs> wrestler of the Year, bro. It's it's this lock. Just imagine if this man pulls a banger out of Billy Ray in 2023. I don't want to hear no talk about yeah. nobody else for the rest of the year. Josh got to go lock. That's you. You it, might be right there. If, 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 if he can legit, I'm talking. I'm talking about like if this match is like really good, bro. Then it's a wrap. Like, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 
I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm with you. I'm with you. That would be definitely the 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 feather in his cap that he would need. Uh, we got Romeo who says uh, should have been a pay per view match with a build. I I agree. I agree. Now you 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 talking about the sinking minute. Yeah, about uh, speedball and and I, I, I honestly I I felt like I, why is Frankie getting the shot at overdrive when it should have been speedball? But, but yeah, but you want to know what, bro? I, I kind of like the way that they they because it was sort of it was like spontaneous. It just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I I kind of like that, but like, I did like just, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just like that that was just the thing. Like it just popped up and it just that was the situation that they was rolling with. I I kind of like it like that. Like you know, but for for but impact they do like some real good consistent TV. In terms of that story, like I, I really like the thing that they're doing with uh Samantha and uh Tasha. It seems like they're sort of they're, they're not teasing it, but it feels like there's like a rift between them and they're trying to like one up each other. So I sort of like that, especially with Santa with Savannah when she beat Taya and then Taya beat Tasha the previous week or a couple weeks back. I I, I really like sort of the dynamic that they're doing with that. Um and, and I, I, I I was about to say a spoiler, I don't know if I should say it with the impact statements, but I, most, uh, I know I, I, I know. You you know you know what I'm talking about, but I don't, yeah. I don't want to ruin it for yeah, nobody. Yeah, so, yeah. Now there's some interesting stuff they did over the weekend for Impact. Uh, also on this week's show, the design started their run with Khan beating Sammy Callahan, thanks to help from Angels and Diener, and Savannah Evans beat Taya Valkyrie. Uh, before we do the preview, quick pre predictions for ROH Final Battle and NXT Deadline. We got to do our match of the week for the week. So Andrew, every week we give three matches the honor of gold medalists, silver medalists, and bronze medalists for the week. So your individual best matches that you saw this week. I'll start things off. Uh, my bronze medal is going to go to the actual murder that I saw on national TV between Samoa Joe and Darby Allen. My silver medal is going to also be from Dynamite with FTR versus The Acclaim. I thought that was a great match that had a very hot crowd behind it and elevated each of the near falls down the stretch. And then my gold medalist for the week is the aforementioned Josh Alexander versus Speedball Mike Bailey Impact World Title match on Impact on Access TV. Yes, the first time I am given an Impact match, my match of the week. That match was superb. Andrew, what's your matches of the week? So the goal, I think the obvious one is the the speedball Mike Bailey Josh at his end of sixty minute match for silver. I I, I I got it between the toss up between the um the, the Samoa Joe Darby and the acclaim versus FTR, but I I think the reason I'm gonna go with Joe and and Darby is because I feel like with uh well I I feel like this is probably the best showcase of Samoa Joe this year. To be honest with you, and I, I think that Darby, like I, I'm, I'm, I, I think with Joe, especially at this stage in his career, I think that he is. It, it's, it's a matter of like in terms of good matches. I think it's a matter of styles make matchups with Joe, and I feel like Darby is just a great person to have in there to throw in with Joe because he doesn't have to do too much. Darby yeah. can do everything and then some, and just make Joe look like a monster. And I think that just benefits some more Joe. Like when you put Joe in there with like a, if you put him in there with like a Mox or a Hangman. Like the styles just don't like it, it. It can work, or even when you put them in there with a warlord, it, it it can work, but it just it, it doesn't feel like that. It, it just doesn't click like that. But when you throw them in there with somebody like a Darby bro, who's just willing to like crash out at, at any moment, it only enhances the presentation of Samoa Joe. So I'm a, I'm a roll with that because I think he gave Joe probably his best match uh, of 2022. No, like not not, not yeah. even a question about it. And with this the bronze medal, 
No, 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 no slight on it because I, I think it was a, re a really, really good match. But I'm gonna say uh, the acclaimed and SCR, and then I really like the uprise of the acclaimed. How everything feels so natural. Like I, I, I would have felt like at some point the crowd would have sort of switched up on them, bro. But they, they've been rocking with the acclaimed. They love them. They, 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 everybody loves the acclaimed. Like that's that's a real thing. And and I'm, I'm really interested to see where they go with them. You know, heading into uh, 2023. And I, 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 don't, I don't really see them losing the title no time soon, bro. I don't really see it. I mean, I they should it. definitely go with the uh, with the hot commodity at this point with the acclaim. Definitely got to show love, honorable mention to John Moxley versus Konosuke Takeshina yeah. on uh, Rampage. I just didn't think it was as great as their first match with one another. It was a great match, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I will remember it as much as the three matches that I named this. Hey, hey, SP3, I, I, I got a hot take. I got a hot take, bro. Look, I, I, I. I know a lot of people think so highly of this match, bro. I didn't think FTR versus the Briscoe the Supercard Honor was all that. I didn't think it was all that. Oh I, no! I, oh I, 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 no! What are we doing? What are we doing? No, no, but look, let, let, let me let me explain though, because I had said this when I did um I did the FOW online podcast with Josh Nason, and the reason I said that is because I, I watched that match late because when that match happened, I was um I was at the GCW the World Show in in, in yeah. Dallas, so. When I saw people tweeting about the match, it was like, "Oh my God, it's the greatest, the greatest thing I've ever seen!" Like, it, like, like, no, but, but look though, this is the thing. The reason I think that I don't think it was all, and not that it was a bad, I'm not saying it was a really good match, but the reason that I think that I viewed the match the way I did is because I watched it like a month late, and I had this like overt expectation in my head of what I thought this was going to be. You, you based built off, it up. You built it up. Based off of the. Yeah based off of the tweets and stuff that I saw from people and the commentary that I heard from people on podcasts that I thought that this was going to be like some, you know what I'm saying? Like this is going to be like some spectacle that I've never seen in my life before. And then when I watched it, I was like, that was good, but it wasn't, you, you, you know, no, but you, 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 you get, you get where I'm coming from though. Right. That's what I'm saying. But you, no, I'm saying you, you, I just wanted to make sure like I clarified that and not say that I thought it was like a bad match, but you get where I'm coming from. Like I watched the match like a month late. And then, like, I was just like, when I watched it and I saw, like, the expectation, I had this this expectation in my head for what I thought this was going to be, just based off of how hyped it was. And then I was like, oh, that was a really good match. And then, like, but I didn't think it was like, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 do, gonna, you feel where I'm coming from. I'm though, definitely, right? I'm going to send, I'm going to send a link for our uh, sixth annual uh, True Hill Heat end of year awards uh, voting to you, uh, uh, Andrew. We have been, <laughs> we have been sending it to guests of True Hill Heat. So I'll send it to you to find out where, where that ranks or if it even ranks in your top five for the year. That should, that should be interesting. In no, 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 you get what I'm trying to say though, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. cool. I, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure, like, yeah, I because like I when when I when you initially say that people they look at like you they you you people look at me like how you just looked at me, but like when I explained it, they were like, I mean, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I I don't, I don't know, but like I watched it. It was I think I think it was just strictly because I watched it too late. Like, I waited too long, yeah. bro. Like, I, but I, yeah. I waited. Like, I can only I can only imagine how I would have felt about the match if I didn't watch it live. But, but, but I, 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 I remember it. I had I had SmackDown on at the same time because I have to watch SmackDown for my work. But yeah. I had more attention to FTR versus. But, but, but you want to know what I I think that was it because I but see I, I watched the match like three days before Double or Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. a, that's a, 
but see, like even like I think there's a different thing to when you watch the match live, you get a different feel to like me with the, that GCW at the GCW World Show. There was a it was a Lucha Trios match. Um, oh, I remember that, the that was team the, Team Gringo versus Team that ASF. Was one of the that best was crazy. Matches that I have ever seen like in this year, bro. Like, I, that made that made that my match, that made my top ten for but, uh, WrestleMania weekend for sure. But, but you want to know why I think that? Because I saw it, it. I was there when it happened, and I think I think a lot of people like. And I, how long was the period like between when you watched that versus the uh, the the FTL? Like, was it like a short amount of time? Like between yeah, because like, I had to do them? a list. I had to do uh, a top ten okay. list. You know what I'm saying? So like I, I think that like I think if I would have watched FTL, but you want to know what? I really like the match that FTR and the Briscoes had at uh, that before this honor. I really that was a great that match. match too. Yeah. I like I really like that match. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I bet I think because I just I saw it live. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, well, I watched it after I recorded the uh, NWA podcast. I watched it right after, and I was like, I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but, but I, I think I just waited too long, bro. That's it. Yeah. It, it, ain't, it ain't no slight on them, and they gonna have another uh, match this weekend. I'm gonna watch that. I mean, have another match tonight. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna think that's a banger because I'm, I'm exactly. seeing it. You know what I'm saying? In real, time. I, in I, real I, I, time. I know they, I know they probably cooking me in the chat, but I take it, bro. It is, it is. Well, let's get into ROH Final Battle. We got the zero hour starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Let's go rapid fire through these because not much build up to talk about. You got Mascarella Dorado, the former Grand Match Elite, going one-on-one with the United Empire's own Jeff Cobb. I'm going to take Jeff Cobb in this one. Who you got, Andrew? Yeah, we're going Jeff Cobb, bro. Jeff you Cobb. got... You got the Shinobi Shadow Squad, hey. uh, Eli Isom, and Cheeseburger going up against Daddy Magic, Matt Menard, Cool Hand, and Angelo Parker of the Jericho Appreciation Society. I got JAS. Who you got, Andrew? We rocking with JAS. JAS. This but, one. Hey, 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 SPT, shout out to uh, shout out to Eli. No man, shout out to Eli Isom. That's a Eli real talented, bro. I think it's just he, a matter of, like getting that opportunity. Good brother right there. Uh, you got the the kingdom will go up against top flight. This should be a really good one. I got the kingdom here. Who you got, Andrew? I'ma go with the uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go top flight. I'm gonna go top flight. Kingdom needs to win something, so that's why I'm going with Kingdom there. And then finally, Willow Nightingale going one-on-one with Trish Adora. Two women that were really kind of being built up for this Ring of Honor women's division before the hiatus at the end of last year. Now they face here on the Zero Hour. I'm going with Willow, but this should be great. What do you, Who you got, Andrew? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Willow because she's a contract talent. Well, at, at least as far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know. Uh, <laughs> this one just made last night on AEW Rampage. Blake Christian and AR Fox going against LFI's Roosh and Drillistico making his ROH debut. I'll go with LFI here. Who you got? Andrew? Did we lose Andrew? Or he muted? I think he muted himself, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. I, I tried to put in my AirPods just now, and I don't know what the hell just happened, so I'm not about to try to mess with that. But, bro, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rock with Bruce and Drillistico. LFI. All right. Yeah. Let's go to the next tag team matchup. Shane Taylor Promotions going up against Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Swerve in our glory. Keith Lee in an interesting position where he's with a tag team partner he can't really trust, and he's going against two former tag team partners. Who wins here, Andrew? I'm going to go with 
uh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna rock with Swerve and our glory. I think that Keith Lee and, and, and Swerve gonna pull it together. Um, but with, with Shane, bro, I, 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 I'm pretty sure just like USB3, I was real uh, amped to see Shane or on rampage like honestly when i first saw him pop up i thought that it was gonna be a situation where he was gonna try to uh step in for swerve and like try to reform the uh you know, the, the reform the tag team with keith lee i thought that would have been a real cool thing to do um but I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what they do and this like, i've seen jd griffey on aw dark uh and dark elevation I, I believe before so I'm, I'm interested to see what he does in sort of like a long form uh match under the aw slash always banner yeah, I'm going with Swerve in our glory, but I wouldn't be surprised if Swerve turns on Keith Lee after the match and makes an alliance with Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Uh, but let's move on to ROA's six-man tag team titles, as it's going to be Dalton Castle and the boys versus the Embassies, Brian Cage and Gates of Agony. Gates of Agony. I'm going with Cage and Gates of Agony here. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with you, bro. They, they definitely taking the titles. I, I think that they just going... I mean, because they, they're more featured um, on ROH TV than Dog Castle and the Boys. I mean, featured on AEW and Rampage and stuff more than the Dog Castle and the Boys are. So I think it'll just be like a nice uh, prop for them to have and, you know, for them to come off as imp more important, I, I guess, but, you know, with them having titles. So, yeah. And shout out to Prince Nana, too. <laughs> Prince Nana, always with the gems. Uh, this is a TV, uh, ROH TV title match that you wouldn't have known is going on on Final Battle if you watch Dynamite. But Samoa Joe, the king of TV, defends against Juice Robinson. I think that they made Samoa Joe the king of TV, and they're not going to take that title away from him just this soon. So I got Joe. Who you got? Yeah, Joe Retainer. This one is very interesting. A lot of people calling for a title change Let's as Mercedes Martinez defends against the ROH Women's World Championship against Athena. I think it's Athena's time. What about yeah, you? But Athena definitely when she could be in her home state, Texas, and she that she you know she in her damn home state uh, all this month with AEW. I, I think Athena that's probably the way to go. Hey, but did you see the the stuff that she said on Busted Open Radio about like how people I loved it? Uh, I, I agree with her. I agree with one hundred percent what she said. But I think everything she said made a lot of sense as far as like if, if she was a if you know she got to look at Moxley and Yuta and Jericho and everybody you know saying going hard and beating the hell out of each other. But the moment she does anything remotely close to that, people was not everybody of course, but like most, some people was like, oh, you know, she's doing too much and you know that's not professional and like all this other stuff and you know like I, she, she made she made like some real solid points and I, I mean, and, and the thing is I like I like Mercedes Martinez, but I think Athena just adds something a little more. That Mercedes can't. Oh, I'll be back. Yeah, I think you 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 cut off. You went to black there. Oh, am I am I back? No, no, no. no. And I'm and echo. I'm echo. <laughs> I hear the echo. echo I had to... Am I back? Yeah, I just had to mute you because you're at you have me echoing. I think you have to restart. But come back, come back to us after you restart because we gotta predict uh the rest of the Ring of Honor uh the final battle card here. Daniel Garcia will go one on one with Wheel and Yuta. This is the third part of their trilogy of matches after Yuta beat Garcia at ROH Death Before Dishonor. He then lost to Garcia in his hometown of Buffalo. This third match here, I'm. I'm going to go with uh, 
Wheeler Yuta to defend because I want the BCC to win out the Jericho Appreciation Society feud that needs to end after this show. Uh, for the Ring of Honor World Championship, Chris Jericho will defend against Claudio Castanoli. If Castanoli loses, he must join the Jericho Appreciation Society. I'm going with Claudio to win here because, like I said, the BCC and JAS feud needs to end. Who you got, Jericho or Castanoli, Andrew? Am I back at C3? Yes, you are. Let's go. Let's get it. You, 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 you see how we do the switch over, bro? You see how we making it happen? We making it through all the all the trials and tribulations, bro. We the, 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 this this probably had to be one of the most tasking broadcasts in True Hill Heat history, but we made it through. You, you see this, bro? <laughs> you, 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 you see how we how we just make this happen, bro? We just switch it over just like that. Look at that. It's beautiful, bro. But uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Jericho. I'm gonna go with him. And I, I think that Claudio joined. I mean, I, I I'm not really trying to see Claudio and the J because I I think. They just going to roll with him and Jake as the tag team eventually. That's probably going to be something that they do. But I, I think it's probably be the storyline of Claudio, um, him him being in JAS, but not being in JAS. If that makes any sense, like him not trying to be like all, oh, you know, what I'm saying I don't not be with them, but he's going to be because that you, you, just you know what continues what the story. That just continues the exactly. story. I'm good. Then move on. The, Let's hey, move what, on. What, what's win. it called? SV three. What's it called? The Jerryverse. Once you once the you lock Jerryverse. in. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. I don't want to see six more months of this. Uh, ROH World <laughs> I, 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 Tag I, I, Team I, I, Titles. Yeah. No, I, I was gonna add real quick. Uh, uh, Daniel Garcia, you the match. Because it's that, that that I think that one. I think that's gonna be a banger, bro. But I think the thing is, I can see either one of them winning. To be honest with you, like I can see Wheeler winning. I can see Daniel yeah. Garcia winning. I'm gonna say. I'm. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Daniel Garcia retains. I'm gonna say Daniel Garcia. I'm gonna rock with Daniel Garcia. That's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Yuta only because I just want this to end. Uh, but this one is going to be a feels like a real final battle, double tall collar match for the ROH World Tag Team Titles. FTR versus the Briscoes three. Can the Briscoes finally defeat FTR or will FTR hold on to these titles? I I think it was on our preview with Joel Holberg. He made the best case for me. We're coming down the stretch of FTR about to leave AEW. Uh, their contract expiring mm. in April 2023. I think that this is going to be the start of their demise. Well, the start of their demise was on Wednesday when uh -oh. they lost the AEW World Tag Team titles. They're going to lose here. I got the Briscoes. Yeah, they, they they lost the um AEW World Tag Title match to the uh, Acclaim, and then Acclaim retained. So yeah, they you got the AAA titles, IWGP titles, ROH World Tag Titles, bro. Like with the ROH, I, I, you 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 might be right, bro. And you said Joe Hoba called it. You you might you might be right, SP three. And then like we got the uh, Wrestle Kingdom coming up in January. I think Aussie. Aussie I, I, I can't remember who's leading right now. They they, they leading right now. Aussie Open in the lead. Mm -hmm. But Amen. So hey. Aussie Open probably gonna win the tag titles at Wrestle Kingdom, and then uh, whatever you got coming up. And Dragon Lee look like they might win Amen. the AAA tag team titles from them at the end of the year. With Dash Wilder and uh, Cat, what was it? That was that. What was that? Uh, what was Scott they, I think they either sign a one year deal with uh, AEW to just uh, have to negotiate between oh. the top two promotions in 2024 after their TV rights deals, mm -hmm. or they will do what they said they're going to do and just work the independence for a year. But I think they're going to wait to 2024 break. to sign a big contract with one of those companies. 
Hey man, hey, but see, see, this, this is the thing though with Triple H being the like, bro. A lot of these dudes, but they got booked, and a lot, a lot of women too. A lot of just wrestling, they got booked well under Triple H, bro. So like, I think the the, the general curiosity is there in terms of like what could happen if we were to go back. You know what I'm saying? And that's an interesting thing, bro. To, uh, so and I, I think it's good for wrestling, bro, for people to go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? It's good like that. Yeah, uh, we got Annika says, oh, no, but when we were talking about who should, who would jump ship to WWE, I said FTR, and you said they were too happy in AEW. That's not what I said. I said that they, they are better are used in AEW. I, I said they're better used yeah. in AEW than they were in WWE, and I still stand by that. And also, you said this, we said had this conversation in July when Triple H first came into the power, and AEW hasn't done much with FTR since July. So things change it's not it's not like this is the same case that it was when we, this was this question was first posed uh but we got one more yeah. card to run through very quickly here nxt deadline tonight uh 8 p.m eastern time we got alba fire versus isla dawn isla dawn made her debut for nxt costing alba fire the nxt women's championship against mandy rhodes who wins here andrew I'm, I'm gonna go with Aladon, bro. I think Alba Fire probably gonna get her a win, like probably in NXT TV in a couple weeks. But I think right out the gate, you gotta gotta get out. I mean, Isla a big one. I, I think Isla needs the win definitely more. Uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championships, Pretty Deadly will defend against the New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods made their NXT debut on Tuesday, making the challenge to Pretty Deadly here. Uh, I think we we kind of are in the same thinking from what you said earlier. I think the New Day win here because you do no. want main roster stars if you're going to do shows outside of the of the CWC. Having the New Day win here and have a program with Pretty Deadly, I think Pretty Deadly gains more from having a program that they eventually win against the New Day than just winning out out outright here tonight. I think that it's better for them to have a program. So New Day wins. Who you got, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I got a new day winning, and I think it's gonna come down to a situation. Maybe they do the rematch at deadline. Maybe I mean, um, um, uh, Vengeance Day in February. Maybe because I, I definitely think going into that, especially like you said, SP3, that's a big arena, bro. So like, you are gonna need. I, I, I don't know how much of a like ticket draw New Day is. I know a lot of people like New Day, include myself. I'm myself, but I know ticket could be like a, a completely different thing. So like, I, I'm interested to see that. But like, if I'm if I if I got my option, I'm definitely. 100% taking New Day to go into that uh, Premium Live Event as champions. This is the same company that put the NXT Championship on Dolph Ziggler before they Dolph did Ziggler. a show outside of CWC <laughs> in April. You're telling me New Day is bigger draws than Dolph Ziggler. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, what, 100%. 100%. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the NXT Championship, Braun Breaker defends against uh, uh, Apollo Crews. They've done a different type of feud here with the two guys eating breakfast together in a diner and going fishing together. So it's been unique and different, but who walks out with the gold? I think this match is going to be great, but I got Braun Breaker retaining. Who you got, Andrew? Yeah, Braun Breaker retaining for sure. 
Women's Iron Survivor match. The Iron Survivor challenge made by Shawn Michaels will be a 25-minute matchup. Five participants. It's going to start off with two, and every five minutes, a new participant will enter until all five are in the matchup. You gain uh, points in this match by pinfall submission or disqualification, and then you you basically pay the penalty if you take a loss by spending 90 seconds in the penalty box. You got Cora J, Zoe Stark, uh, Roxanne Perez, Indy Hartwell, and Kiana James. The winner gets a shot at the NXT Women's Championship. I got Roxanne Perez here. Who you got, Andrew? At Cora J. I'm going to take Core J because I think that Core J is going to be the one to take the title off Manny Rose and then Roxanne is going to be the one to take the title off Core. That makes sense. That does make sense. I, I think that story would have worked better if they didn't just do a Cora Jade and Roxanne feud for no damn reason. They should have <laughs> waited for that feud till the title was involved, like Andrew said, but they already blew their load already. Uh, but that's why I got Roxanne winning. And I feel like this type of match needs a babyface winning, which I don't see happening in the men's one. So you got to get it done mm. here. Uh, men's Iron Survivor, the reason why I don't see it getting done, because there's only one babyface in this damn match, uh, Andrew. <laughs> so you got <laughs> the one babyface who is Axiom, then you got four other heels, Joe Gacy, Grayson Waller, JD McDonough, and Carmelo Hayes. The winner gets a shot at the NXT Championship. I, I, I said it on Tuesday, on Wednesday when we did our preview, Andrew. I said it. I think it only, I think we only have two reasonable options here, which is Carmelo Hayes and Grayson Waller. Who do you think wins though? Bro, it's, it's Carmelo's time, bro. He 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 has to, I mean, he doesn't have to, but he, I, I think that the way to go is him winning the NXT title at Avengers Day. Like that's, it's his time, bro. Like he, he's one of the top faces in NXT, just the face of the, one of the faces of the brand. Like, the growth has been crazy, like seeing how much like sort of fanfare that he has garnered and like just getting, especially him coming off of the independence and like seeing how things have changed from summer 2021 to where he is right now. Like it's his time, bro. That, that, that's just, it's his time. That's, that's all it is, bro. Yes, it just it just seems like it's a, an inevitability for Carmelo Hayes. I feel like that's the kind of a big type of NXT championship match that you can have at Vengeance Day. So I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes, but I wouldn't be surprised, y'all, if Grayson Waller wins this match. I think there's a reason why they have protected the Waller versus Braun Breaker matchup, even though they teased that match all the way back in December last year when Waller did the attack on Gargano. They teased Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller, oh. and here we are a year later, and they still have not touched. And the way Grayson Waller was – the way I feel like Grayson Waller's character fits more to sneak out the win here than Carmelo Hayes. And honestly, I would save Hayes versus Breaker for WrestleMania weekend, not for Vengeance Day. So, you know what? I've talked myself you, into you, you it, Andrew. Know. I'm going with Grayson Waller. Now, you, you want to know what, bro? I, I I think that they will do. They still will do Carmelo versus um Carmelo versus a uh, uh, breaker at at Vengeance Day. But what I think is now going to happen, then that you sort of do the idea. I can see Grayson Waller winning and him getting the shot versus Breaker at New Year's Evil if they do that again in January. Yeah, because we I, don't I know that. who's getting the when this happen. person gets their shot. We don't know that. We don't know that at all when yeah. they're getting the shot. They could get it on the first episode uh, in January, New Year's Evil, or they could get it at Vengeance Day. So there is still mm -hmm. enough time where you can have Grayson win here, get a shot on TV, and then have Carmelo earn the opportunity another way for Vengeance Day. You're right.
But that brings us to a close on another edition of True Hill Heat. We want to thank the good brother Andrew Thompson for joining us. Always adding the good gems, the good lines, the good takes. And in Russia, when Russia allowed you, the bad you internet. Be- <laughs> well, Andrew, let the people know where they can follow you on social media, sir. Uh, and I think I think they they they, they paused you again. Hey, it's, it's all good, bro. We 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 had to end now. We made it through. I I, I had I had some decent internet for like a good what, a good thirty minutes right there. SB three. You did, you did, you were killing it. Yeah, as a, as a, as a, some solid internet. Hamster was moving full speed for like a good forty minutes, but uh, yeah, they, they can follow me on Twitter uh, as it says on the screen at eighty times underscore underscore. Uh, same thing on uh, Instagram. Check out my written work over at postwrestling.com and my interviews over at uh, the Andrew Thompson Interviews YouTube channel. I'm going to be putting some new clips up this weekend that you can check out from past interviews while I uh, set up some new ones. So there you go. Yes, definitely check out Andrew's work, his writing, and his interviews. Some of the best interviews out there. Andrew gets it done. So check that out. Support him for sure. Drop a thumbs up on this video. Share it with your friends. Subscribe if you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. Follow the gang, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TrueHillHeat. Subscribe to the True Hill Heat Sports YouTube channel where we have our weekly NFL watch alongs tomorrow. So join us for that. You can also also join us here tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern time for our NXT deadline and ROH final battle roundtable reviews with myself and Ness and go over to twitch.tv forward slash True Hill Heat Gaming for some gaming content as well as every week with Blunt Impact. And we got plenty of stuff for tonight. You got at 4 p.m. Eastern time. So just in about uh, less than a Less than two hours, you got our ROH final battle watch along starting at 4 p.m. Eastern time, maybe 3 p.m. Eastern time because they got to watch the zero hour. Some good matches there. But uh, join us for that. Romeo will be here. The rest of the gang will be here to watch the show. Uh, You got all the lineup that we just talked about, just gave the preview and predictions for. So you could check that out coming up in a bit. And then 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight, you got our NXT deadline watch along. So join us for that as well uh for tonight so want to thank andrew thompson thank miss chrissy love thank you all for joining us drop a like on this video share with your friends comment down below if you're watching us on demand with your thoughts on this week in wrestling so thank you all it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 this has been true hill heat 204 boss kingdom we are signing off until next time